0: Warning. Explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Okay, welcome back to the Great Northeast BJJ podcast. Uh, In this episode, George and I uh, get to know a little more about Jay's background. um, Training at Boston Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu with uh, Roberto Maia and some of the real uh, heavy guys from that time. Uh, This is our second in-studio podcast in a row. Looks like the next couple of podcasts should be Dojo Storm podcasts. So uh, hopefully those will go great. And uh, we'll come back with some interesting stories as well. Uh, If you want to get in touch with us here, if you have questions, comments, you just want to give Jay shit, uh, greatnortheastbjj.com. All right, here we go.
1: Hola amigos, welcome to the great Northeast BJJ podcast, hosted by, excuse me, episode three. This is episode three, I believe. I about the first one? The first one, was- first one was so good that we forgot about it. <laughs> Second one, I thought it was pretty awesome. Jay, what did you think?
2: It, 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 an afterthought, we're sitting here on the couch, maybe, you know, I thought it was okay, but I have a different opinion at this point. <laughs>
1: They're all good. Sponsors for the day. I have to read this. I'm very, I'm, I'm very uncomfortable reading the sponsors for the day, but let me tell you about Tortuga Soap Company. Made by some dude in his kitchen in Dover, New Hampshire. Um, plenty of soap to be had. Bath bombs, lip bombs, beard oils. How do you like the beard oil, Jay?
2: fan fucking fantastic. Yeah.
1: That's the only reason why I grew a beard.
2: I was doing coconut oil for a little bit and uh, wasn't cutting
1: the mustard. Coconut oil can be very drying uh, (laughs) if it's 100% coconut oil. Yeah, it comes off on your pillow too, bro. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it smells good. I love love me some coconut oil. I cook in it. I actually make the soap. um, But too much coconut oil is too much coconut oil, no matter what. Oh, for sure.
2: And I literally can tell you, yesterday... I definitely did the uh, the bath bomb thing. No way. I I learned now it's not bath salts. That's not bath salts, brother. Uh, But I did the 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 bath the bath bomb thing because I'm a little bit beat up, and it was fucking awesome. Yeah. Yep.
1: I have no bathtub in my house, but I wish I did because I love baths and I love bath bombs.
2: Well, just so we're clear too, like this was not like Jay Mansfield and bubble bath with candles and like some Pinot Noir. Yeah, it it wasn't like that.
1: (laughs) Oh, you know it was.
2: Wasn't like that.
1: Were you listening to Barry White?
2: No Barry White. I can't tell you I was by myself, but maybe we should talk about something else. Was
1: there a marmot in the tub with you?
2: (laughs) Nice marmot. (laughs) That's
1: against the law, too.
2: Right. Hey, man, at least I'm housebroken.
1: You can find Tortuga Soap in all shops that are worth a damn and at different jujitsu academies on the East Coast and to tortugasoap.com, Etsy, eBay, um, you could come to my house and pick it up if you want. I'll deliver it. Whatever, get in touch with us. I'll get you some soap. Also brought to you by Crash Kimonos, Independent gi Company. All kinds of crazy designs. Jay designed a recent one. Tell us about the recent gi you designed. Bigger, Jay,
2: it's pretty cool. You know, I, I don't know necessarily that everybody has the same style and gis. You know, it's a little bit different though. It's got a really cool. It's a it's a gray gee. There's not a lot of gray geese out there. It's got a uh, a really cool liner in it for comfort. It's all Hawaiian print. So really, I think it's a cool gi. Very comfortable. Nabe's really locked in, kind of the way that the gi fits. Because I'm I'm a weird shape, right? Like we're all weird shapes, actually. You're but, shaped like Kermit. Oh yeah, like the peanut. Like if you want to visualize it, like Mr. Peanut or like Grimace. That's that's kind of me. <laughs> like a pair with toothpicks sticking out the bottom. But it, uh, <laughs> but he, you know, like an a, I'm an A too long in his gi, and it fits like a glove. And he's really spent a lot of time at reiterating and kind of finding a gi that fits right. And for me, that's the most important thing. But this gi is pretty fly. So the big woods, he's going to drop it in a few months, I think. Uh, dope gi.
1: Some dope of my gi. input on that gi as well. All All right. Only the good parts. All right. I'm also rocking the Crash Kimonos International Brotherhood of Neck Squeezer's sweatshirt. Nice. um, Which is also a a Port City BJJ sweatshirt, which is our last sponsor, where we all train. Port City Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Um, We're all from Roberto Maia. We're going to find out more about that today. But uh, if you're in the neighborhood of Portsmouth, New Hampshire, you should definitely come up and check it out because Portsmouth's really cool. Um, Our place is really cool. It's the Shark Tank. Um, And here we are today at the barn. We're talking to. Hi guys, what did I miss? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs>
2: Podcast pro late, late to his own wedding or funeral, whatever.
1: Duncan Watt has yes. entered the building.
0: Let's just get this out of the way. My legal name is Ron. Nobody really calls me Ron except for these guys at uh, Port City. We don't call you that. People, it's in the my world, fault too. It's I true. Uh, well, it's actually uh, Johnny Penley's uh, fault. But uh, the short list, most everybody calls me Duncan and. Uh, uh, I know that uh, Derek calls me Riddler, and Riddler. Know, for and Riddler very good reason, says, which is all good, right? <clears throat> so yeah, like you know,
2: I I partly blame it on myself that my classes never f- kind of fall into the ninety minute thing. We end up like an hour forty five, maybe close to two hours. Half the time is because every te- every time we teach a technique, the
0: Riddler asks like sixteen questions. Yeah, because no one else will ask a question. It's true, and, and it's a and it's a self fulfilling. Whatever it's a, it's a feedback loop now because now everybody knows I'm going to ask so they don't ask. You know what the funny thing about that is is that you you watch the, like the bewildered
2: eyes like you look across the room after you teach well, the technique you, and you do yeah 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 and yeah. you and you look through everybody and there's like six white belts there and you're doing like an like a reverse daily heva turn to x guard I'm like any questions and people aren't raising their hands and I'm, i I want to be like I know you don't you have questions
0: and I know you're like fucking lost right here but you're not gonna. the riddler uh, Riddler will raise his hand thank god well in in the real world i make i make one of the things i do is i I teach right and i've been doing it for almost 30 years so it's like i'm looking around and going these motherfuckers have no idea what they're fucking doing they're all going to (laughs) ask each other and there's always that cool trick like if you're if i'm rolling with uh if i don't ask and i'm and i'm training with like george george george's a a belt above me so i'm gonna "You, you, you go first you go first. Yep. And and, you know what I forget, no, about? And, the, and so you're like trying to figure it out by watching the guy who you're rolling with do it the wrong way, and well, George will do it right. But I mean, it just sucks. So Maybe. I'm like, fuck that. Right. I'm just going to ask. You know? Well,
2: it's it's actually it's a great it's a great point. And I used to be really good at remembering this, and I never do it anymore. It's like I'll always work with George when I'm teaching a technique because he gives a good feedback. He knows what to do so that it's not like jujitsu in a vacuum like this one. He knows where to put his hands, and then we, you know we split up and we start running the technique, and George is like. Hey Jay, uh, what am I doing here? I'm like, oh, I'm a dick. Like ah. I didn't even show you. Like I did the technique to you, but didn't show you how to do it. What yeah. you're saying
0: is you demonstrated the actual technique right on George. On George. So George receives the technique, but then doesn't get to see it happen. Right. He right, just I gets choked. Right. Which <laughs> it,
1: it, it's good for me actually because it makes me think about what's happening more. Because I don't know, man. Sometimes I'm at class and uh, people are teaching a technique, and if I'm not the person being techniqued on, mm-hmm. I my mind is in fucking riddler's barn you know what i well, mean I think,
0: yeah yeah that's part of the coolness about you know learning this particular type of of thing which is it's, it's like in physical space in 360 degrees you know or in spherical space right so it's like you watch it then you need to be able to apply it and then you need to be able to have it applied to you so this big paradigm shift is is tricky sometimes i know that you guys build on these basic techniques basic movements Basic concept, you know how to shrimp, then you know how to maybe escape from side control, that kind of thing. But Jay, yeah, do you once... know any
1: of those techniques? No. Do you, once... do you know any of those basic techniques? Once
0: you guys... I don't, I, I don't do basic techniques. Right.
1: and
2: I only, I only do techniques to give me style points.
0: Well, but, well, once you guys actually go and start into the inverted stuff and all that, I think you, know, you, you split the class. Some of the guys know how to do inversions and feel comfortable understanding why they're upside down with their ass in the air. Right. And they understand what the, what the defense of that is. So they're, you know, one of my favorite things is when you go through this whole stuff, the you know, whole list of shit, like, like you said, you know, reverse daily, X, you know, and then in the meanwhile, you're probably also showing what you guys call it, kiss of the dragon or that thing where you come around right. the back and you, you grab. Um, and then I go to actually work on it. And whoever I'm working with, helpfully says but you have to make sure you don't put your foot there because they'll totally knee bar you and you're like okay I love you man but I'm like still trying to figure out which way up is right. and then like I'm at 10,000 feet yeah and so now it's really confusing but on the other hand it's my it's a great problem to have I'm not it's true and and part of it is like I, I think you know I always say if like
2: if you go to the fundamentals class cuz um we we had a fourteen year old kid just start. And he's, yeah. he's really into it. His dad's always saying how awesome it is and how much he loves it. And he's like, "Can he stay for the second class?" And I always say, "If you go to the first class, you can stay for the second class." Because I just get exposed to jujitsu, man. That's like, it you're not gonna get I don't in care there, jump rem- in. Yeah, I don't care if you remember any of the techniques from the advanced class. Just mix, you know, mix it up. And uh, so, by nature of that, there's a bunch of white belts that stay for the advanced class, which is fine. Right. But then, as I'm teaching the technique, it's like for you guys, um. I'm maybe too deep in the details
0: anyway. And if you, know, you get
1: it's, this, it's weird, dude. Like, you shouldn't be getting this. You shouldn't be getting it. Right?
0: I and mean... That's a cool way to teach. I, I, certainly, it's not a complaint. I like that idea, that there's always... That you have to discover the solution, not put your hand here, put your leg here, and everything will right. be fine. Because it's never that way.
2: Right. And which is, like, another great point, because there's so many... You know, the thing that makes jujitsu jujitsu is that you... We roll with each other. Like In my opinion, the combat sports that work, you've got wrestling, you've got Muay Thai, you've got American boxing, you've got Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Judo, the common thread with all those that makes them awesome makes you literally a martial artist and be able to defend yourself. Is At the end of class, it's not just theoretical. You go and you apply. And so there's so many Jiu-Jitsu schools that, you know, that are not rolling. And in my opinion, if you're not rolling, it's not Jiu-Jitsu. Not really, is it? Right. But, but isn't
1: part of it, too, like, here's, here's some stuff. Like, we're going to friggin' learn something. And and we're gonna drill it and we're gonna, you know, I'm gonna tell you, we're gonna drill it, we're gonna roll, blah, blah, blah. Class is over. Mm-hmm. A lot of what you gotta do in your jujitsu life or life in general, isn't it like you gotta go home and fucking think about it and like it's not just like, you know, come to class and that's when we're doing jujitsu and you know, you do that and that's it. I feel like some of the responsibility is on the student. Think it through. Noodle it. Think about it. Learn some stuff at home somehow. Right. You know what I mean? It kind of happens. Bring it in.
2: For the people that, I I think the people that, you know, fall in love with jiu-jitsu, it's it's organic anyway, right? They leave the academy and they want to go, you know, I got to go listen to Rogan or I got to watch some tournament footage or, you know, we were just talking about the Copa Podio. It's like that happens naturally when you love jiu-jitsu. You go and you check this stuff out so that the learning on the side happens in its own way.
1: So I'm on a Facebook group, right, of a gi company and... It's like people get all friggin' excited about the geese. And the geese are awesome, right? They're great. Yeah. So there was a post, and sometimes it takes, and I try to not say things about, you know, whatever, because I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. But there was a post the other day, and the kid's like, I'm a blue belt, and, you know, I haven't trained. I just got my blue belt in October, but I haven't trained since Thanksgiving, and I'm I'm wicked into it, and I'm really, really, like, uh, I'm I'm still, like... You know, I get still passionate about it, but I need you guys, I need some motivation. I want to write, listen you fucker. You're lying. You don't have
0: it then. You have no fucking passion, <laughs> you're bro. You fucking lie. Yeah, like how I mean, I'm not saying Well, to be fair, right? You're, you <laughs> The passion is there, but you're not acting on it, right? Or something. Maybe.
2: Maybe. But maybe they just, you know, like so many other people, they just they Mm want to be able to say they do jujitsu. They don't want to do jujitsu. Right. Like like, you're looking to Facebook for motivation? You're telling me like you got your blue belt in October and you haven't trained since Thanksgiving. Like at every belt level and I see this isn't just me, this is everybody I've trained with. When you get a new belt you,
1: you feel like you got to grow into it, and you're on the mat every day more so than you just were breaking it. Because your you're like, man, I just got a purple belt. I'm the only purple belt in here. These guys all want to fucking eat me alive. Right? I gotta like, I gotta train. Yep. I don't know, man. I mean, I get that it's hard that that you go through phases of whatever. But if you're telling me you're passionate and you're looking on <laughs> you're the right. internet or Facebook for motivation, maybe the word passionate don't mean the same thing
0: as. Right. Yeah, I think it's cool when you look at the onboard experience of uh, jujitsu, where you, I think a lot of a lot of things that you can learn, the the true depth of your personality, who you are, how you deal with adversity, all that. You kind of push that out. I mean, if you're dealing with you whatever, taking a class and excuse me, cooking or something like that, you can you can kind of do it and figure it out or whatever and it's cool but the thing with the judges is like you said you get to the end of the class and you're absolutely going to roll with pretty much everybody in the class right. which means you're going to be put face to face right then with your true personality and right. a story right so uh, I come from the music world in the music world there's a lot of people who I would characterize as uh, sh- uh, shoot themselves in the foot right so they like being that sort of underdog you know I get, everybody else has Time, money to go to the studio and da-da-da-da-da but then they actually get there and they can't own that jacket they can't wear that jacket right and i think i can see that now having been in the club for a while watching people come in and out a lot of people they come in and they're so you know you're so far down on the totem pole when you come in it's cool right you come like in you can, now
1: you're down on it yeah no and, oh, yeah. and
0: then so some people can't do it most people can deal with that and they're like okay i can do this and they own that sort of like i suck kind of thing right and then somewhere in that six weeks eight weeks you know they start to get a little better mm-hmm. and you realize wow man totally not using that and then you kind of see and you can watch how these people work and those are the people that sort of fade away i think as they become better at something again how do you face owning that you know, and that may not be maybe something that may be hard to understand. You know, if if you're not involved with people like that, but a lot of people, as soon as they become successful at something, they're gonna shoot themselves in the foot. They're gonna try right. to figure out a way to to be off. like, well, you know what, I uh, everybody's stronger than me, and everybody's, you know, right? Like, well, no, they really aren't. You're actually doing great. Well, you <laughs> you don't understand. <laughs> the, it's you know what? It's
2: easiest. In the very beginning, you know, and yeah. we 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 tell you're people you're expected to suck, right? Like it's like you set the precedent. Look, it's gonna be rough for you know two three months because you're, you're just getting your feet wet. You got to understand how jujitsu works.
1: You're like a giraffe on ice, man. Right. You can't do anything. And yeah. I don't care who you are. I mean, I don't, yeah, I everybody. think a lot
0: of people are really comfortable with that. I right. mean, I, I, it sounds weird, but it is. But man, you put a blue belt on somebody. How many How many blue belt guys have you you probably met in your life that'll be like, oh, I'm never gonna fucking let a white belt ever fucking yeah. tap me. That's and so you're like. Up. Right. <laughs> wow, man, that's what I'm talking about. But right. that's when
1: there's pressure. You start right. putting pressure. That's this. that's not even real. You put this r- fake pressure on yourself.
2: Right, and that's a, it's a beast that kind of changes over time. At first, it's I got to survive. I got to figure out how to survive. But then later on, in the middle stages, which we all are in the middle stages in all reality, right? Right. Is that so? What's my place? What? Do, how do I? How am I behaving? What's my? What's my motivation to be on the mat? And before it was just survival. Now I know some techniques. Is it? I'm not going to let a white belt pass my guard or is, I, I, gotta, I got to let a woman
1: belts? fucking do
0: this to no, me or something. Two weeks ago, it was totally cool if your fellow white belt taps you because you just yeah. did something stupid and you fell into an Americana or some bullshit. But now that you got a blue belt, like, and so I'm rolling with these guys going, oh, seriously? Like, all of a sudden, now this is like, you know... We're we're fucking fighting to the death. Like, what is going on, man? Be chill. like, let's go do this. Right, and at every belt level that happens, like, think about it. Like, think about being a black belt on the
2: mat. Oh man! And you're like, so you know, when you're a new black belt, you're like, I can't let, you right. know, I can't let anybody pass my guard. I gotta, I gotta show them that, you know, my, mine's the unpassable guard. I'm, the, I'm the one in charge. That's all bullshit. Like, I learned it's so much bullshit. more from yeah. getting See, passed go, and swept and beat up than I do from from whooping on people. It's like right. people say, oh, I don't do this, or I don't grab here because, you know, it seems like something mystical is going to happen and a big, big poof of smoke and you're going to reappear on my back. And, you know, so I don't do that. And I'm like, no, man, fucking do that. Find out what happens. And, you know, then you'll learn. You'll be like, okay, this is what happens when I grab there, good or bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, that's the process. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I
0: mean, I... It's funny. We can we have so many things we could talk about today. We can we can kind of move on, but yeah. One of the things we can tag cuz uh, all right, so I I should probably uh uh put an overlay on this. So, uh George and I have known each other for a long time from the uh, Judo thing. Yes, dear. The whole point about <laughs> this uh, this this particular podcast is to maybe introduce everyone to the people that are involved. These are some of the people... Lineage, right? Are lineage. Do, well, I mean, that I'd really like to know, but um, uh, Jay's going to well, be Jay a part of this. Well, my lineage. He's our, right? he's our lineage. Well, the thing is, right? Jay's, you know, hopefully going to be part of these podcasts going forward as well, but today right? he's the guest, right? So what we're going to do, do is we're looking at him. <laughs> How much I get beat up <laughs> You're this You're fired. <laughs> right. <laughs> But, uh... So like I said, so George and I know each other pretty well. Uh, I am certainly no no heavy duty uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu dude. I, I get o- I get by okay with my happy little blue belt, yes. and I do my thing. You're uh, tough, for you, you're a tough old dude. Thank you very right. much. Right? Is that was and, that a plug? Like some, right? somebody he was fishing, me. fishing for <laughs> a <compliment. laughs> no, no, Come <laughs> on, no, man, take the when bait. When yeah. I don't need. To, I know I'm not a
2: good looking guy and all. Like, no,
0: man, You really, 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 I am good-looking. a
1: good looking guy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you guys won't know. I don't need to fish for that. Shit. <laughs> no, but it's supposed nice to just it once jump, in a they while, just you jump, know? they just I mean, jump right into the boat, George. Oh, We're here. You See, know they Sometimes they do. They do. Well, my boat anyway. Yeah,
1: mine they swim right away. They right. swim away. <laughs> right.
0: But uh, so uh, the first couple of podcasts, we've been talking a lot about Port City. I think it's just because uh, of, of you know, where we come from and and as we get our feet onto the ground. If you listen to the podcast previous to this, you can hear us scrambling around and trying to figure out how to be podcasters. So uh, that's part of the fun of these first maybe, say, 10 or 15 podcasts. We'll see how it goes. But today we're here to talk to uh, Big Woo. This is uh, Jay Mansfield has been... Uh, well, you've been, it, you You and uh, Derek actually own the Port City, right? That's right. So you're actually yep. business partners, right? Correct. Could yes. be somebody
1: else involved there in that too. There might be. I know. forget. Oh, yeah. You know I, don't, I, mean? I don't mean to. Who to the end hell end knows? There, but, right. Yeah. There's so, no
0: height requirement at Port None. City. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, Jay is not keeping track of the books. <laughs> I'm so, not keeping track of
2: anything, let's be yeah. honest.
0: So Jay is. Uh, I'm curious about a lot of things about Jay. One of the things uh, I would like to talk a little bit about what it was like uh, early on with the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu uh, cuz is the, the basis of this podcast is to talk about the northeast and you guys you were around really early on.
1: What year did you start? Training? I
2: str- I struggle with this cuz you know so someone asked me the other day like how long has the academy been around? And I'm like I-, I don't know like Two and a half, three years. And Derek was like, like pretty five, close to five, man. Right? And well, I'm like, oh, right. Yeah. So, somewhere wise, like, I don't know, yeah. late, late nineties, I think, like 99, 98, 2000, something like that. Yeah. Uh, Chris Owens gave me the answer a while back, and I can't remember what he told me, but it's 15, 15 years ago, maybe. I
0: think our job is, because uh, we're also podcast hosts now. And you, uh, like I said, everyone listening is going to, uh, you know, probably find this a year from now when we actually do something worth listening to. But when they do, you can hear us sort of figuring out. Part of this is is always finding the five W's, right? So hit me with the five W's. Who, what, where, when, why, you, and you started. If you don't know what year it is, it's not as important as to why did you do this. That's what I want to know. Because it was a while ago, you know, you're not that old a dude either, so you got into it relatively uh, early, right?
2: I, I don't know, man. I'm feeling pretty old these days. Like, shut, up, shut up, Jay. Um, shut up, Jay. Um, <laughs> I'm, on this particular when day... When you're my I, age, you can say that, oh, all right? dude, I have the, I have the ever-loving shit kicked out of me right now. Like I, Everything on my body hurts. Uh, wow. Well, well, so I... Well. Really interesting... Intro Tell us did, about
1: the trouble you were in, Jay. Uh,
2: so I'm not going to elaborate on this too much, but th- when I was... Uh, I was in junior high school. I get, I guess maybe almost, uh, maybe a freshman in high school, and uh, I was with some. Pe- I was with the wrong people.
1: I've been there,
0: doing bad things. I've and been so- with those people. I <laughs> don't think I've ever heard Jay's <laughs> voice waver, but you hear just a little bit yeah. of a waver right there. I'm yeah. trying to figure out what this is. Red. <laughs> you don't have to say anything
2: yeah. bad. Well, but- George, George, the good news is I did not wake up in Florida. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what do you? But- I mean. Is that, that is that, that big of a deal? And it doesn't no. happen to everybody. Well, you don't
2: wake in you up Florida, in a hotel room right. or on the beach. <laughs> but it, uh so I had I had to do community service. And um through that kind of a shortcut, I met this guy named Greg dekoff, uh, local cop in the town, you know what I mean? And uh we kind of you know got on about it and I I thought it was interesting. Literally I was learning in my, my parents' basement on like an old like rollout rug, an area rug.
1: Wasn't there like a Hickson? Yeah, connection he used, with this guy
2: yeah he trained he trained with hickson and you know really back in those early days when this is pre-ufc one literally like and you know i'm learning at a very high level what armbar was what the guard was things like that you know what i mean i knew what was like i knew who hoist gracie was when ufc one started do you know where greg got his instruction uh so he spent a lot of time with hickson oh directly from hickson right 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 Right. And so but that was just kind of like get your feet wet. This is Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Kind of cool. Nobody had heard of it. You know, I didn't want to do karate. I didn't want to do that other stuff. And uh, so it was really cool. And it wasn't until really like uh, when I was in college that I found Roberto. And that was a mind blowing moment, a mind blowing moment as far as Jiu Jitsu. Like that was really the that was, you know, back in the day it was this is what Jiu Jitsu is. But Roberto was. This is your immersion into jiu-jitsu. this is the jujitsu. How did world. you end
0: up? You're talking about Roberto Maya, right? Roberto Maya. Okay. Yeah. And this For, is.
2: And where are you? I'm just doing the five W's again. Uh, what Water, Watertown, Massachusetts okay. is where the academy. But you were was, in
1: New Hampshire, right? No, I uh, live. I lived. I, lived in, I thought you I'm went from to Massachusetts.
2: College. Oh no. Uh yeah, that's where I was going to school in well, Saint Anselm. That. But I grew up in, in Ipswich, Massachusetts. So, but uh, that was like an emer- like a complete. Throw you off the boat into into the water uh, with Roberto, who's been my one and only instructor for the last 15 years, one of the greatest friends I've ever had, looked after me as a younger guy. And, it was tough back in those days. It was
0: how big was the school at that point? How many people were attending on a regular class? Would a class be like five people or twenty people?
2: Uh, it really varied. Um, you know, we talk about the we t- tell everybody, hey, you know, coming to Port City, there's no meat hanging off the walls, but there's kind of a little bit of meat hanging off the walls. We go hard, and Boston was sink or swim back in those days. You know, those there's Kenny and Keith Florian on the mat all the time. Pat Barbieri, Nate Ryan, Chris Page, Medina, like really tough guys. And it was sink or swim. They were learning too, but uh, it was everybody wanted it so much. Jiu-jitsu was really small back then. I mean, from a technolo- like a, a like a like a like a technical standpoint, there was only so many techniques.
0: Yeah, let's put, let's keep going, but let's put a, I, that's a, something I'm really interested in down yeah. the line. But we'll keep going with the with the with your timeline. But let's sure. let's put a bookmark there about what those techniques were. But go ahead. Right.
2: And so, you know, that was the downstairs. What we all called the downstairs academy in Watertown. I think Chris Owens put some. Right, know, some the, photos the history up, a little history and if you guys are interested you can find it but uh you know and that was that was the beginning was then and right off the bat it was i can't do this i can't and i was it's an hour drive into boston you know what i mean so many people came from all over you know roberto was you know one of the great black belts coming out of gracie baja in rio
1: so what like these guys are all legends to me but me what, too what level like what so kenny florian was a blue belt uh, I think he was a purple belt. Purple belt.
2: He and Keith were both purple belts. Pat, when...
1: Pat, you know, is is legendary amongst us for sure. Pat Barbieri, owner of Mass BJJ, yep. co-owner. Yeah. What was he like? A blue belt?
2: I think he was a brown belt. Oh, really? Yeah. Pat was Roberto's first black belt. Right. Um,
0: amazing jujitsu. Like, do you mind backing up just a little bit? So sure. Roberto Maya learned from where?
2: Uh, Gracie Baja in Rio. Who is his instructor? Do you know? Um, a lot of the promotions were done by Henzo, but you know that was Carlinhos, You know, it was his academy, of course. Right. Um, and I remember I tell everybody, you know, like I learned from Roberto Maya. You know what I mean? He's my instructor, and he had what was known as the unpassable guard back in the day in Rio. Which anybody who's ever rolled <laughs> with Roberto understands why. You know what I mean? He's you know super super technical. Um, really, just every time I see him, I'm, my mind is blown. You know, you never get too big for your britches with Roberto. We went to that seminar at uh, at at Nate's place. Uh, I don't know, uh, six weeks, eight, you know, two months ago, and I just never ceases to surprise me how much that guy can blow my mind. I can ask him little like, basic in my mind. What is a complex question? Like, here's what's happening to me, and the answer is so simple coming out of his mouth. I'm like, holy shit! Like, n- taking me to school. Forever, and that, I think that's the awesome part about jiu-jitsu, right? It's like yeah. we're always being taken to school as long as we have the right guys, you yeah. know what I mean? And uh, just, I, I can't say enough about Roberto and the, and the community there. That's what we all learned about what jiu-jitsu really is, that sense of family and community, and I always got that at Boston Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I, it's home for me. Yeah.
0: So you were there, you would drive an hour in. Mm-hmm. Would you? How many times a week would you showing up there? Three, four,
2: five, three minimum, Some mm-hmm. days, sometimes every day. Um, in fact, I lost my license at one point because I drive too fast. Pretty much everybody knows that, and uh, I was I was riding my bike to the train station, taking the train in, and uh, and then riding my bike from North Station over to, over to Watertown to take. Oh, uh, that's not a short drive. Right, right, and this is like. Uh, Probably Roberto doesn't want me to say this because people are gonna start coming to the front desk and be like, "Yeah, I'm short on money," but which is, you know, anybody that owns an academy out there, this is
0: something you deal I have a with. Feeling he can take care of himself, but whatever. Right? But he's
2: he was he was like, you know, I, I'd walk in sweaty all the time. He's like, "What are you doing, man?" And I was I kind of explained my situation, and he didn't even ask me; he just took me off the books and just said, "You know, things are tight for Jay." Like I had no job at that time, and just that's not. The business of jujitsu. That's yeah. not, you know, when you sign up for watercolor class. That's not when you, you know, go to CrossFit or Bo or any of that shit. Like, if you're not paying, you don't come.
1: Why and, would you go through that kind of effort to go to roll around and get sweaty and roll in pajamas with a bunch of other dudes? Yeah. And well, have also, get you your up. ass kicked. If oh, all oh those yeah.
0: Those guys dude, you're talking yeah. about are I would come mother home. What would like, make you go
1: through that? Rug
0: burns
2: all over my face every day. Like, get into the car, and it took... You know, you had to sit there for about ten minutes, gathering your thoughts, be like, "Am I ready to put my hands on the steering wheel yet?" You know what I mean?
0: And well, I'm sure every my well, everybody who's, who's trained has, feels the same way at some point, but it's still this is really early on. It wasn't as as invasive as it is now, you know?
2: right? Right. But it's I mean it's a it's a myriad. I think it's the same for everybody that does jujitsu. It's like first of all, you know, I just you know for in in, in, a, in a completely heterosexual way, I fell in love with Roberto right off the bat because he was right. just a really caring instructor and really took the time to make sure everybody knew what they knew but also i 'm not going to hold your hand and the guys there that i got I got to know and the and the friendships that I got with those guys, my training partners, you know and we looked after each other on the mat every day in a kind of a big brother way be like don't do that or i 'm going to choke you the next six times you do that and you you but it's the wonderful thing about jiu right? You touch hands, you're friends, and you, there's nothing by it, and, I'm, and nobody's getting mad, but we are going to kick the
0: ever-loving shit out of well, each you, other for the next it's your honor. Minutes. I mean, it's, it's what the point is. It's if I honor who I'm rolling with, Right. And they honor me, it's their honor to beat yep. the shit out of me. And
2: that's what Roberto means when he says, you know, be good to your training partners because with no training partners, there's no jujitsu. Right. And uh but those uh, you know, onto those training partners, those guys that literally I got promoted every level on the way up with, you know, Steve Medina, Chris Page, uh Owens, uh you know, Mike Pellegrino, who by the way I got my black belt about 20 minutes before him. I think it's important. Oh, so it's yeah, important first, to know. It's important, important to note I was first. I'm I'm the senior guy. How does uh,
0: Tadashi fit into?
2: This? Oh, of course. Tadashi's another guy that was that was there. Like Tadashi was there before us, um, so he hmm. kind of he he had a, a head start. But I think Tadashi was a blue belt. You know, kind of when I showed up and Roberto started promoting us all together at that point, so we got a purple belt, brown belt, and black belt all with that group. And wh- which is why it's so special. We go out at the Pan Ams and stuff like that. When we can bring that group back together, it's really special because that that reminds me of really old times when I would show up to the Pan Ams as like a blue belt, but we were there as a family, and we had like the greatest times going out to the Pan Ams, you know maybe a couple times almost being arrested <laughs> uh, but you know when i don't I don't remember you know who won or who lost during those years. I just remember that we go out there and have a good time, and that's what happens every time I go there and get to train with those guys yeah. is that I don't remember who taps who or what happens, like, but we go to war and we have a great time doing it and reminds me of why, you know, why I do jujitsu in the first place.
1: How come all these guys have memories of you taking your clothes off on the mats?
2: Because uh, when it happens enough times, people remember.
3: <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> I cannot tell you That's how... Right there. Me, I've met so many people and they're like, oh, you train with Jay. And they smile at me <laughs> and they're like, he's crazy. And I'm like, he keeps his clothes on now. Right, I think there most of the time there.
2: Uh, there was one point where Roberto put together a set of rules, <laughs> and I was pretty sure that these rules were put together because of me. Be like, you know, like, I have no doubt. You know what I mean? I just when I was all right. So I can't say when I was younger. It's not like I don't do it anymore because, you know. Well, I mean, you know, but. I haven't seen you butt naked on a mat ever. So. You know really? What's, you know what's, what's well, <clears throat> you know, when it's yours, <laughs> you got to, like, well, I could easily go to, there's a big window up there, there's a glass door. <laughs> this is not exactly a closed right. closed right. set here, and so I, I don't want to go to jail. It's tough in there. Yeah, but uh, the you first- You should probably t- clarify, go on. So the, the first time we went to the Pan Ams, or maybe the second time, we're all out there in the uh, you know we get two rental cars like nobody has any money so we're like you know kind of sharing everything and i was really close on weight and then and so it was basically a diuretic there's this product called mailox max mm. it, they took it off the market absolutely and you would take i would take one mailox s- wasn't enough right <laughs> mailox max uh, takes it to the next level like i would take one sip of this and within 5 minutes i had to make a massive stop somewhere and we were driving through the, you know, uh, Pellegrino had been out there a bunch of times before, just to L.A. And so we're, we're driving around in the hills, and I'm like, we got to stop right now. There, that is the stuff. Was it
1: citrus flavored?
2: Uh, I think it was. The strawberry, you know, kind of tasted like a strawberry orange Julius. So if anybody you remembers. were stopping in the I car? Do. So we stop. I'm like, we got to stop right now. And so we pull over. We're in like a residential
0: neighborhood. Oh, you're not in the mountains here.
2: Oh, no, no. We're driving through the hills of like Beverly Hills, like nice houses, views, like ocean and all that shit. And so we had to stop. You didn't and there was,
0: on somebody's
1: lawn.
2: On someone's lawn, yeah. There's, uh-huh. like, this Y-shaped tree, and I'm like, that's perfect.
1: So I, like,
3: <laughs> so they're
0: <laughs> sitting there. Because that makes it totally okay. Yeah, right, it's a tree. So they were tree.
2: They're literally, like, I'm looking at them, and they're, looking at, they're all sitting in the car laughing at me, but, like, you know, I kind of sneak my way into a tree, kind of the way you'd sit on a swing, like, into this Y-shaped tree, and just... Spraying hate all over this guy's brain, <laughs> man. And I have heard this <laughs> story. It's stuff like that that now be like, oh, Jay's so fucked up. And now I'm guilty by association because someone will be like, you know, tell like some kind of weird story about being naked or like shit in your pants or something like that, having nothing to do with me. And then someone will say, sounds like something Jay would do. Be like, yeah, Jay's so fucked up. And I'm like, wait a minute. I didn't even do what you're talking about doing. And I'm like, guilty by association.
1: I feel like it's more like you don't know that I did what you're talking about. doing. <laughs> right. You don't. You yeah. Know. But there's you know, know no you evidence. did it.
2: And now there's this, if you talk to them, you know, those guys, we, it's all the concept of who's number one. And it's not who's the best on the mat; it's like who is the most fucked up guy. Right. And so we joke. And Pellegrino
1: we're like, is pretty fucked up, man.
2: Yeah, I mean he's in the he's in the semifinals, but he's like not a finalist. And you know usually it's it's uh, Todd O'Brien is another guy we trained. I always said Todd O'Brien was number one. Tadashi's in there. You know he's not a normal guy. No man. He's got some interesting twists. I'm like, there, there's an argument that Tadashi could be number one. Steve Medina for sure is up there. I've been mentioned in certain conversations as potentially being number one, although I disagree with it. That's very modest of you. Thank you. Thank you. I don't, you know, I'm never number number one. It's just, you know. Uh, but, yeah, so there have been times when my clothes leave me. If anybody that knows me, like, I am very anti-layers, anti-underwear, anti-rash guard. Nate Ryan, I'm sorry I don't wear a rash guard on your mat. I know it's a rule,
1: but sorry well, i asked roberto once about like you and you and he just laughed oh, he laughs at me like he gives a <laughs> smile oh jay he's crazy man <laughs>
0: well it's funny i mean the trend right now as, as everybody knows is his, you know dressing like blue man group where pretty much every single part of the body is covered by mandex except for the eyes and nose kind of thing and and that's fine too but you know
2: oh, i don't look very good in spandex i gotta be honest <laughs> i could be a leg model like, for, like, women's pantyhose. Like, right. i am got long, skinny legs. Like, if it weren't for, you know, all the scars and bumps and bruises I have, literally, I could be a female leg model. You know what I mean? So if I put on spandex, like, you know, do the darkness way and, like, leave out the board shorts. Oh, dude, I've seen it's, it. It's just, uh, it's not a good scene if I go to try to do that. So. But, I
0: think, you know, looks. So let's just call it out. <laughs> Humans have beating the shit out of each other for... Ever and it's not going to stop, and it's just a trend. Let's hope not. (laughs) Let's let's hope. You know, I I don't think you really need to to don the entire burka just in order to beat the shit out of somebody. Right? We
2: can get we can get past that. It's going to be okay. We can get. It's the
0: sweat's going to be dripping no matter what. It's still gross. So
1: there you go. The thing is, is like, and I don't question. I don't. I don't question the Riddler. I don't question anything, but. It's so much like whatever happening now with Matt cleanliness and all this. And I'm not saying we're not clean and don't be clean. I'm saying be clean. But I used to go to judo when I was a kid. Maybe these things didn't exist then. I don't know. But I would, I mean, one, I'd get, I was Eddie Bravo before Eddie Bravo was Eddie Bravo. And we'd roll into judo and I'd train real hard and blah, blah, blah. And then I'd go and I would party afterwards. I would take no shower. I would right. wear the ghee, like I don't know, I mean, maybe i wore, washed watched it, I don't remember, but there was never any concern. there was definitely talk of like don't come in with your fingernails not clipped, but may, or maybe yeah. I missed the talk, I don't you know. you missed the
0: talk, it was pretty clean there actually I, yeah. I'm not
1: saying yeah. it wasn't clean, but I wasn't <laughs> you clean. Missed, you missed um, the talk I mean <laughs> you you may have, all of a you may have I, not been listening did, when it was did, happening, did yeah. staff exist then yeah. like it did. ringworm yeah. and yeah. So, you know in ninety five
2: it was odd. <laughs> that that original so. <laughs> yes. Or I was just the first, actually, just eighteen, gross. and I didn't.
1: You were care. just the
0: smelly, gross boy. Every I was, I guess. So I'm my, not that
1: guy anymore. I, I swear. I, oh, dude, no, you, you're not. You I own a soap good. Com- <laughs> you own a soap company. I mean, right? that's you know, <laughs> I uh, smell
0: good. That's fair
1: enough. Out. And buy it because you don't want ringworm, right? Buy because the soap.
2: Oh yeah, especially like where we are, that the soap that's in the Stop. showers. Stop are selling the soap. Buy the soap. Let's keep. So there used to be a sign up because every every academy that Roberto's had, we've now we're on third, fourth, fourth location. Uh, has had showers, which was awesome, oh and there was a sign. It was like you get wait until you get home is not soon enough. Ringworm right. likes this, ringworm like that, and there was two showers, so there'd be a line of people like looking a shower after class. And at the time, there was you know there weren't very many girls on the mat because just because you know that right. there was no comfortability with that, I guess or whatever. It's not the point of the story. The point of the story time, is yeah. these two. There's these two showers, and uh, you know it's like come on, man, there's like eight people here looking to take a shower. So you were in there for like three minutes at a time, tops, get clean, get out. And because it was Steve Kim back in the day used to like, you know, he was the kind of like, you know, the, the, you George was like, Hey, Roberto's going to teach the jujitsu and Steve Kim's going to make sure all the parts fall into place. And it was like, you know, he called people out like you didn't shower, you didn't shower, you didn't shower, get in there. Don't make your training partner sick. And so that was early on. Yeah. I, you know,
1: now I'm going to be known as, like, Pigpen or something. No, you're not. No, I no, know, no. Old. You own a fucking soap company. But no, I, I think you yeah, are. Actually, <laughs> I was a dirty
0: bastard, evidently. No, the place we used to train uh, judo with was actually super clean. It was. It was yeah, I mean, but there
1: was yeah. no, there was just, I don't know. I just don't remember, like, there was ever an issue. You know what I mean? Maybe that's
0: because, I. you know, whatever. Well, well, I mean, let's, it's, let's move on. There's an age group thing to it, too. I mean, guys like me just trained in a gi my whole life, you know? Right. So I always feel like if I have four layers on, it just feels like silly. I mean, I'll do it for, you know, if we have a bunch of new people or whatever, sure, I'll, I'll put a rash guard on it or whatever. Right. But we're not training fucking naked either. I mean, the the Geek covers yeah, pretty much everything. Yeah, it's, it's like, like it's, now we're doing no with no shirt on. S- yeah, that's rock. not it. We're not you know I mean? talking about no-gi class. We're the
1: only reason class. why yeah. I wear a rash guard underneath is because if not, my chest hair, Magnum PI is coming you gotta face.
0: you got to go with the number three <laughs> clip there. I number three clip in zoom
2: I don't trim it. Once you start, you can't stop. That's the thing. Like oh, you
0: don't have to go to zero. You don't have to go all, all, all oh damn! Someone make a joke. It's all Tom Cruise on the on somebody or something, or you know, right? No, it's I'm just, like the Harry Tom clean, Cruise. Clean it dude. up a little bit. the day? So I just a don't... bear like all right. the time. I'm like, how the fuck do you stay after that, dude?
2: I like you know I don't even take care of my about. business like in the. I mean
1: I've done it. I'm not gonna lie, man. I've waxed things. I've you know well, that's, I really that's, have. No, it, no but... that's totally gross. And it, dude, no, it's painful. Waxing,
0: painful. Jay, bro. he's waxing. What Troy the hell? Oh, man. Man. A Troy shaves waxing? his whole fucking body. Well, let's yeah. not call people out, but you're right. Oh, I'm calling him. I
1: yeah. used to work with guys in in a nightclub, and these bouncers would like shave their balls, and I was like, "How do you shave your balls, man?" And the guys and you'd be like, oh, I just get an ice cube and like all these. What? I was like, what's so how I was like, what? And then they thought about. It. I was like, oh, that kind of makes sense. Is this why I cut myself? Uh, <laughs> so you guys were I'm not
0: using an ice cube. Uh, both Jay and Jay and George, ice, are, bro, ice. Jay and George are sort of new to podcasting and stuff. And I was explaining to them earlier on why podcasts oh, were awesome, on even though we're doing it, they're <laughs> right. still talking about it. That, they're right there. That's why. That's right, right. there. Somebody let's might see Regis and Kathy Lee talk about talk that, about shaving or your Michael balls. and Kathy Lee. Yeah, let's see that show up on Anderson Cooper.
1: Right. There's He's probably curious. He knows those techniques already. Well,
2: I I didn't know. Like I'm like maybe I need to
1: try Info- the, information, bro.
2: I'll do it. I'm I'm heavily Irish background. Like whatever I can do to kind of put myself in the best possible light, I'm going to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'd
0: imagine that these young men that you're talking about were were they already were, know this stuff. were manscaping and stuff yeah, for they, their for their lady me. friends, yeah, you know? They're way ahead of me. Right. It's probably because that's what all the guys in porn do. It's so coming and End of well, story, right? It's coming there back now though. Manscaped. Not that I not that I know. I know. How I would know? you know?
2: Happily you know? married man, but right. you know, I heard.
0: I'm the only single one here and I'll testify that's... that he is correct. So. I, I heard that it's coming back. <laughs> you
1: know it know all I mean? comes back, buddy. It does. It all comes around. Right. Techniques. Oh, so then you got your black
2: belt. <clears throat> Did you right. get
1: all your belts from Roberto?
2: Every single one. Yeah. He's the one and only instructor I've ever had. Like you know i've heard conjecture about me before and it really pisses me off because
1: you've heard conjecture about what
2: about uh, about who have been my instructors over the years you know what i mean i'm like it's singular and it's one
1: what do you mean like and it's Roberto. people
2: talking i don't uh, i don't i don't really want to get into it over yeah, the podcast right yeah. well i've heard people say like oh uh, yeah i was i was his instructor at one point uh, in right, time that's right, fucking right. I got you. that is
1: absolute bullshit so people jiu jitsu is a weird thing about like people And it's like people, this stuff is easily verified, but yet people all the time call out and are like, oh, I'm a black belt and I used to do this under this guy. Well, people, the freaking internet, man. Oh, yeah. People that are are badasses find out. And they show up it's at your like, doorstep, dude. If you want to like claim to be something you're not, don't pick jujitsu. That's the wrong Click, one. Pick something. Pick karate, <laughs> man. Or I mean, I don't know. Whatever. Something. Pick whatever it is. You know what I mean. But don't pick jujitsu because some bad dude is gonna come find you. Well,
0: there are examples yeah. of really tough martial arts. In you know, it's just really fucking tough karate schools. But I think right, without it, a doubt. in general, it's pretty difficult to uh, to practice jujitsu without. At least having a little bit of badass in you. You can't do it for more than a year without finally just giving in and going, I need to be a fucking badass. I need to figure out how to do this. And I need to fucking just, you know, just launch on some dude and see what happens. And, as a result, I think by the time people get to the higher belts, they're just not having someone faking this shit. Because it's so hard.
2: Right. And there's there's now there's so many people doing jujitsu. It's like it hasn't it hasn't come down levels, right? Like you're not getting called out as a brown belt or a purple belt. Right. But everybody and this isn't just black belts, by the way, everybody that does jujitsu realizes it's totally uncool. To put that belt around your waist totally. if you didn't know. There's it. a there's a
1: religious it's like a it's religious, a religious thing, thing to me, for sure. Like And
2: it's what's wrong with everything else, right? It's like we're 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 like like the way that everybody came together for Danny, everybody comes together for the the legitimacy of jujitsu, right? right? So when someone finds out that someone's strapped themselves, you can always find out, like you know, the lineage is really cloudy. It's easy to find out, oh, yeah. I got you know, I I got my black belt from this guy. It was back in Brazil, back in the day. Like, not a very cu- you know what? That's bullshit, right? That's bullshit. Because you know, I can see because you, you know, know
1: who the fuck gave you a belt, right? If you're you a just, black belt, right? You know. you know,
2: especially back you know when like you know you go back ten years that weren't cool. that many, and it's easy to find out where it came from. You know what I mean? There weren't that many tributaries on the river.
0: Well there aren't that many three year uh you know, three year black belts. So it's like you're gonna have to go back that far. You're gonna need to go back and see what's going on and right. and right. someone's gonna be able to testify to that. And but with the, the
2: internet now, it's like but, everybody there's nothing there's nothing hidden anymore. It's like, you know, we used to we we talk about like all these like shootings and stuff you see in school, and it's like, did this happen before? And we just didn't know it because news didn't spread worldwide so fast. And jujitsu is just like that. It's like, it's so easy to find out now.
0: Yeah, I think it's funny because we used to we used to train judo and i i've um you know i come from a a family of non-physical people so this is a a a huge jump for me i'm one of those examples of the kid who was sort of you know not sorta who was bullied and and was a had a pretty shitty you know high school middle school high school thing and then later on got into this and then turned it into something that i really care about then became really enamored with the whole thing it's not just the feeling of being a badass because i'm not really a badass but it's on some days i'm a badass right but um but no i mean it it, i'm one of those jujitsu save my life kind of guys so without getting all weird about that um there's like a connection to the honor that goes with that too like this means a lot more to me than just i know how to throw some you know arm lock on some guy Oh, absolutely. So it means a lot to me. It means like, to be blunt, this is why, I mean, when I started judo heavily, it was right after I had my first kid and I had no fucking control over myself, let alone, I guarantee you that kid would have had a miserable childhood because I would have just mirrored what happened to me. And right. so judo comes along and I owe a tremendous amount to that, some fucker comes along and makes shit up like i'm like that i'm like do you understand this is way more than me throwing you with fucking uchimata this right. is like a real deal that was with judo and then the jujitsu thing is different it's funny in judo remember we were you always talking about it's like 150 years old it's not actually that old compared to like you know karate or jujitsu which 1886, is 1886, I think that's something. right. So we all had to, <laughs> you had to, you <laughs> had to know that, right? If you were, right, for, if you were, uh, you you if you to were gonna that get that, was not looked up yeah. by the way, no, no, that was man. just I out know. of the annals of history. Yeah. No, 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 no it, it is mind. no, no, the truth. No, the, the you, thing he's making a joke because if you were a USJA, if you, you had a card, know. you had to pass the written there test. So we all had like we all had the same answers, citizen of the United States. We could all say serioku zenyo, and we could say
1: that was the hard part for me in judo. I shit you not, was like the written. <laughs> I I couldn't do the fucking I was like Japanese fuck that man I'm not fucking learning that cuz I'm like 17 oh, years was the old best. it was uh, the best I yeah, wish I, was an ju- asshole. I wish
0: Brazilian jiu-jitsu would do that too but. I do right, I miss I miss, so the, uh, I miss some of the I miss some of the tradition I techniques do. guys but right but to put to we could to right. finish the point it was we're thinking oh this is a young sport it's 150 years old fucking brazilian jiu-jitsu is even younger than that right yeah. so it's like you're looking only now, less than at, 100, at that first generation of guys being 90. You know, yeah. so even right now, and their students are, you know, getting to be whatever 70. You know, it's like now they're starting to deal with the shit that judo had to deal with all that time ago. Where what do you do with a 75 year old, you know, four stripe black belt who you know you can beat the shit out of because they didn't stay up with it? They're not teaching. They just, you know, they're good twice a week. They're just getting old. You're going to get old, you know. And so judo has like this whole set of teaching belts, you know, so Mm -hmm. that you have respect. You don't come in and. But, yeah, I mean, I I love watching this whole thing happen again. Now that I put that on the table, you got some guy who dedicated, you know, 50 years of his life and he's getting older and Mm -hmm. he's not so fast. His flexibility shot his back is in seven pieces because of the wars he's been to. Right. If I'm going to roll with that dude, I'm going to roll with as much respect as I possibly yeah, can. Man. He's going to still well, beat me up. But what I'm saying is on top of that, you're going to come in with a fucking fake black yeah. belt? Seriously? You just lit up every one in the place that has any sense of honor
2: at all, right? And the other thing, you know, even from a selfish perspective, you roll with a guy like that. It's like there's no you don't learn anything if you just tool on this on this 60-year-old guy. Who, who's who's wearing like you learn a black, you a black and on red anyone, belt, or he's got a, like a you know? Well, most of them can beat the shit out of you
0: anyway. But right, but, but given that you're a you know, so you football get a chance, to you get a,
2: yeah. th- th- not that many guys around like that. So if you get a chance to get on the uh, on the mat and roll with the guy, like why I should why don't I treat this as a learning experience to be right. like well this guy's been around the block so many times that. He can tell you every, you know the shutters and the color of the house on every house on this block. Right. Why wouldn't I take this opportunity to learn a little bit? Yeah. And that's kind of what it comes from. Is that you think about that and you think about forget about me, right? Forget about fifteen years, twenty years, twenty-five years, thirty years, forty years. Roberto, you know, running around for so long, fighting through and keeping jujitsu alive in the in, in the northeast in Massachusetts. You know, there was nobody, bring, man. Coming here, yeah, and and then some asshole is going to stick the same belt around his waist and didn't go through those trials and tribulations and didn't learn the way we did. And and the thing is, it's not because anybody knows so much. It's cause it's not fucking easy. Oh. You know what I mean? Like like people are like, oh, I'm just getting my ass kicked a lot. I'm like, look, bro, you've been you've been here for a year. You've probably tapped out a thousand times, maybe more. You know, you know how many more times right. I've been tapped out. Than that, the value most of the value
1: of jujitsu, I think, or I don't know about most, but whatever, is the time it it takes to do these things and to put it in. And you're five years in, and you're you're just not a beginner now. You're five. You've been doing it for five fucking years, And you're now you're finally considered like intermediate or something, right? You know, right? That to me is the value.
2: I feel like that's that's fifteen years for me, right? I mean, fifteen years. I'm like, I feel intermediate. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I'm knocked out about how, you know, George and I came through the judo thing. Uh, we were, you know, I don't know what, what belts. Uh, the point is I did okay. I was in a black belt. But I won some. I won the States at one point. I did pretty well. And you come through all that and going into jiu-jitsu, I'm like, yeah, this would be an easy transition, which it wasn't. It sucked. It was right. way harder. The rule set changes everything. There's nobody there to save you. There's no five seconds of, of get, make something go and we the, can stand back up Yeah, again. <laughs> and, and the funny thing is that, but even after all that, going through all of that stuff, it's been, I don't know, like two and a half years or so I've been doing this. It's just a, a week ago, just a week or so ago, I had like this, oh, fuck. Just everything all of a sudden started to make sense, and just in this one little spot in my game, working my half guard game and going out the side and coming rack around and going underneath. And I'm like, yeah, well, if we do this, I can go underneath. And I'm like, oh, fuck, that's going to work because of this. And it changed everything. Right. And, you know, my first reaction, I'm an older dude. I, I'm like, fuck me. Why didn't I fucking know this before? Because I could have fucking shaved six or eight months off this right. But then the other part's like, why are you doing this? You're doing this to learn this shit, right? So yeah. yeah, but also it
2: couldn't. You're like, why didn't I discover this eight months ago? You but can't. You weren't ready for you, it. But and, you
0: uh, can't. You got
2: to be, re- you right? <laughs> yeah, gotta be yeah, ready. You got to be ready to accept it. You know what I mean? And so
0: that's the thing that keeps me coming. For me, for my motivation is that I know there is always another one of those. Right. And they're so great. Right. When it happens, it's so like. From, well, it's weird because I don't have to do all this shit anymore when I'm in that position. Right. All I have to do is just okay. Like you had a great one the other day where you pull this arm. I'm like. That arm? Why the (laughs) fuck would I pull that arm? And plus, they're really strong. I'm never going to be able to pull that arm. Like, I'm concentrating on that arm. Right. It's like Donald
2: Donald Kamirasek.
0: Pull the other arm. (laughs) It's like, oh, yeah, it works. Fuck. No, I know. It sucks. (laughs) No, I mean, it's awesome, but it sucks. I'm like, well, I mean, guys are like, you know, whatever, strong guys. You're like, no, 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 it works. And, I'm like, and you fucking pull on it. And of course, because of the way the leverage is, the technique, the way I'm positioned, the way the opponent's positioned, all that comes into play. There it is. Right. right? And so you can hear my ego going up and down. Like the ego is like, I should already know this. But, you know, the reality is that you you, you don't. And right. that's what's awesome about
2: it. And, it's, and that's at every level, right? right? Like, you know, Derek and I were talking uh, during Troy's footlock thing the other day. And we were talking about different spots where, trying to, trying to fill in gaps in the game, and be like, oh, here's, you know, I, this is what I've been doing, versus like this is what I've been doing, you know, talking through the stuff that we've been working on, and those aha moments come. They come at a smaller scale the longer you train jujitsu, right? It becomes like the little details of things.
0: Yeah, but you're putting together eight or nine different cool things with that aha thing, right? You're not putting together, oh, now I can sweep. You're going to go, if I can get, oh, that means, oh, but that means, oh, but that means, oh, but that
2: means, oh. Let me tell you what I've been doing for the last two years is take – the problem is not for me to take George's back. Like, I can get there. (laughs) No, no, but – Hard as Don't all fuck. Don't back off. Number one, if you couldn't, you can, I, I probably
0: I, wouldn't be going to your class. No, right. you get So that's like, number one, but of course you do.
2: And it's all I do. It's right. all I do is go to George's back every chance I get, and I'm like, now I'm like, no, I'm not going to armbar, I'm not coming back up to mount, I'm not doing any of that. I'm staying right here. And to finish. And I'm figuring out how to choke this
0: motherfucker, because... Because he is squirrely so, as fuck.
2: It's so hard to choke. George from Plus, he has hat. a
0: tiny little neck. You guys don't it's know, little. but here, let me. Suck it in. You, you guys are just yeah. listening in, in it's like, audio a ninja. Then, but
2: so fucking comfortable there.
0: You know what I'm, I mean? I'm I'm a normal size, so you can understand. I'm a normal size person, maybe a little heavy. And then there's Jay, who's like this sort of largest large person version whoa, of me, whoa, whoa, but whoa. he's not heavy. He's kind of like fantastic shape, big long arms, right? Oh, I like that. And then there is George, who's like the size of my Feather golden weight. retriever. He's like this little.
1: Small dog kind of
0: person. We're almost the same size. Pretty, yeah. pretty close. He's, he's just a, a tiny guy. But his here. neck is about like two inches long. Like protect my forearm it, base barely. Oh, yeah. well, you neck. don't have to. All you gotta do is protect put up like neck. half your hand and you can protect it. Right. Um,
1: it. Here's the thing, man, and this is totally what this is the beautiful. Yeah. The beautiful part about the whole thing, right? Is like that you have a small or neck. Or so it's horrible. Horrible. Yeah. <laughs> but I also yeah. got a small something else. You know so what they say about those small necks.
0: It sucks, man. I'm Irish too. George, you don't have to play that role anymore, man. Right. No, it's you true. can. No, no, no. You don't have to play that role anymore, man. Oh. I say, fucking claim it.
1: <laughs> Just own it. Hung like a bull-studded field mouse. There you go. Right. And I no, love see, it. Oh, see,
0: even then, no, he yep. threw it out at the end. Boom. or Whatever. Yep.
1: Right. Anyway, the 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 crazy thing of it all is, right? <laughs> in some ways, like I take pride, and I'm like, ah, you fuckers aren't getting my neck. You know what I mean? Ha <laughs> ha. But I've also, beca- as I've traveled around and go to different places and and train with people, I've noticed. Because they have a heart, they can't do it either. But I give up my back so easily. It's like I'm so you. I'm like Uriah Faber in in the jujitsu. I give shots up. I mean, <laughs> not, I mean, I'm <laughs> not saying it's a Just bad way thing. Just wait till this podcast. The, gets I <laughs> George I love, assumes this podcast love, will never actually love, get any traction. I love Alpha Male.
0: <laughs> That's right. I love you. you have I no idea with them, who we're right? going to be interviewing, man. I don't. I would love right. to talk to him. And but right.
1: he gives up his back a lot. <laughs> okay. I give up my back a lot. We're both good-looking little dudes. You know what I mean. Um, yeah, you're totally the same. But here's the thing. <laughs> totally the we're same. We're totally... We're like the same like dude. the same guy. Just different. You yeah, know what I mean?
0: You're definitely different. Yeah, but the same. <laughs>
1: but the same. Let's focus on similarities. we're
0: different. Back to protecting your neck.
1: We're kind of the same. So I got this bad habit, though, of giving up my back. And I give it up all the time. And I'm trying to not give up my back as much. Because I don't have a lot... Of, I mean, I, I'm not... I mean, I love Edward, Eduardo Tellus, man. He's my man. I love that fucking guy. Okay. But... I don't have his, and I'm trying to like learn some of that stuff. He's the, the original turtle, turtle master, card, man. Yeah. The octopus guard, and he's like seems like the chillest dude yep. ever. It so must what, really
0: piss you off that that is easily my my. If right now if I we drop twenty bucks down, uh, Jay and I, and said if you can the, if you know you whatever you make it past thirty seconds, that's right. easily the that's the only spot I'm going to. I can't last against Jay in anything but the turtle. That must really piss you off, George. That, that it just works so well for me. <laughs> that's turtle? No, I yeah. love the
1: I love the turtle, man. Listen yeah, but it doesn't work very well for you. What do you mean? Oh, that's What man. you just said, man? More shots fired. I don't even understand we're what we're at talking the, about. This same, same table you, leader, you love, right? you love like, Edward O'Talley. I love him, but,
0: but you can't make his shit work.
1: You can do. You can like no, be you. offensive from. No, I cannot. Look, I got a say. rolling this is knee bar thing. Maybe. Yep. And that's it. You know what?
2: The interesting thing about I would.
1: I want to go to side control. I'd so, rather, I gotta give somebody my side control up, but right. I can't do it. I give up my back. Yeah. And fuck that's that fun. I don't know. But but you look at shit. like Turtle. Chris Howder like, would slap me. Yeah. Is a turtle a great
2: spot to go to if you're no, in no, a street but, fight? No, I was talking
0: Probably about. Probably not. I was Nixon talking about trying to last 30. <laughs> he would fucking punch about, me, dude. I was talking about trying no to last for seconds That's 30 a nightmare I with, have. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I'm talking about that. You know, you
2: I came to this epiphany the other day. Not that I never thought about it before, but. You think you look at the guys we've had in the academy, right? Like we had Chris Howder come, you know, one of the Dirty Dozen. Oh, we've had some fantastic, yeah, just some. It, but from from literally as early as it gets to what is brand new with guys like Gianni Grippo. Kind of Jared kind of falls in the, in the middle. middle. He's yeah. like he did a little bit of both. He's the bridge. Gary Tonin, you know, coming in and doing crazy. Fucking
0: Gary Tonin seminar was a. Tr- Rip,
2: dude, unbelievable! I right. need that again.
0: The no, greatest now. Uchimata I've oh, ever seen. I am, I already am famous. He? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, totally That's cheats true. to get it, but yes, and, it, and, <laughs> right. and plus, and did it on George. So let's all say, I'm just, I'm not calling him out. Hey, but. dude, that was fucked up, Ron. That right? was fucked up.
2: Seriously, right? Just coming down. How are you supposed to maintain confidence yeah. here when, like, you
1: know,
0: are you breaking me down before you build me? Yeah, up? yeah
1: seriously.
2: We already covered the you know topic. You no I got build
0: a little, me up, bro. No, build you, me you build me up. You have great defense, but you're just not the tallest person in the world. Is what I'm saying. This is so harsh. <laughs> More shots fired. It's is this his way of building? Are, are you trying to? I thought this wasn't about I'm just, me. Jay, I'm so, just I'm just broing out with George. He's 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 not he's not comfortable yet. We'll we'll get there. So, like, the,
2: the, the, you know. Like, we're going
1: to be comfortable between you and I?
2: What did, no. What did Chris Howder say? He's like, uh, think street, practice art, right? Train
1: sport. Think street, train sport, practice I, the I'll, art. I'll look it up while you guys
0: are. Uh, practice I, art.
2: I, and, and the point was, like, bar, you know, you, you can practice the and all that stuff and, and do that, but he's think like. Think about getting punched. Yeah, think about getting punched, which is that, you know, when I think about. jiu-jitsu is like a really small set of techniques when i first started so like you know even more so for a guy like chris howder like i'm not even compared like this guy is like one of the greats you know he's on the he's on the fucking letterhead uh but he think he's always thinking on that level and then you take someone like gianni who's been so fucking successful in the competition scene doing what is considered modern jiu-jitsu right and it's like we're surviving in the in the transition of that because like Like you said, uh, the art is only so old. So the transition is so awesome because you were there like on the ground. Everybody's on the ground floor. We're talking about 100
0: years. Well, do you mind making a jump then? Um, Back to that bookmark. Like, to be honest, that's one of the things that I'm really fascinated about. I feel like I have a a clock ticking. I'm coming in at 51. I'm not going to be – I could be doing this when I'm 71, but I'm not going to be doing it with power and strength at 71. So I need to find – The answer is, I saw uh, Ip Man again this morning, you know, and that's the way to do it. It's like the hand's already in the way before your punch is even coming, right? That's my secret to do jujitsu. That's why I'm so fascinated when you say, like, Roberto, he's always, you know, it's staying that one step ahead, right? You have been doing it long enough to see, if I'm, tell me if I'm wrong, to see the breadth and width of techniques go from a relatively, I don't know, chewable size to like this ridiculousness. Like one thing used to be, watch really, anybody to catch up to what we're talking about, if you watch like really, really early, big uh, world sort of level Brazilian jiu-jitsu, straight Brazilian jiu-jitsu gi competitions, Mm -hmm. you see a lot of closed guard, you see a lot of going for the arm lock from closed guard, maybe a sweep, flower sweep kind of thing. Mm -hmm. You're gonna see a lot of going for the back, you know, uh, rear naked choke kind of looking kind of things. to Those of you guys don't 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 practice, and but you're not seeing this weird underneath spinning going for the heel hook, not the heel hook, but like the ankle lock. But while they're doing that, you're going to the rolling back take to get the right. rolling back take to, to, to you know, it's like what the fuck. And then you see the you know the ninja the the claw, the claw you know the uh, gi techniques. I'd imagine those things were there. But it was one of those things where that guy does this, that guy does this, that guy does this. Now it almost seems like if you were 20, if you were 18 and you wanted to be competitive, you're going to need to learn this whole, A whole set. boatload of shit. Would you just give me your thoughts on what I just said? Am I way off? No, you're, you're absolutely right. And I
2: think um, kind of we're all, you know, if, we, if we've been trained in here, like the, the big change happened maybe, I don't know, like five or six years ago. Where like really jujitsu blew up and the technique count just blew up like you know just it was multiplying every day but it wasn't like that it was it was that small set of techniques and we were all just saying like jujitsu jujitsu yeah the jujitsu was this big and so if we can add techniques it was like you know when Gordo the original Gordo. Right. The half guard wasn't even a thing. Right. right? You, you guys came to the academy and my mind, yeah. my mind was blown. My mind was blown. And that was half guard. And people like, there's <laughs> so many people are going to listen to this and laugh. Half guard. Half guard. Are you fucking kidding right. me? Oh, it's right? my
0: fucking go-to as a blue belt.
2: I'm right. still going to fight from there and So we were trying to build. Right. And now it's jujitsu is so big. Uh, you know what it there's a, a fa- I don't know if Michelangelo ever said this, but like, oh, how did you do the David sculpture? And he's like, well, I just stripped away everything that wasn't David. <laughs> I and think that's kind of like, like where we are thing. now yeah, is because there's thing, yeah. there's thousands of techniques. Yeah. And so at this point, I'm like, you know, I have to know how to do it all because that's, that's the, ever, the ever-evolving the ever education of jujitsu. Like, it's how we keep, you know, but it's not all going to work for me. You know what I mean? So it's like you strip it away, and those people that are in, the, we're all in the middle, by the way. Like jujitsu changed, and there's all these new techniques, and it's all this stuff now. Like we're all in the middle trying to balance guys what, like that, that that came up that way, and you know the guys that were revolutionary.
1: Street versus sport,
0: right? But what about you, like Jay? Like because you you kind of lived through this whole thing. What is your thing? Like when you. Um, to use an example, okay, so uh, you were you were doing this thing, then the whole uh, Eddie Bravo Tenth Planet thing comes along, right? Now I realize it's a little more no than than gee, but basically, you know, going to the rolling back take is like the number one thing. Going mm-hmm. to old school shit, like from wrestling, like Twister, all this kind of stuff comes in, right? One of the things that i, I just comment, uh, I, I'm inspired by you. Usually when you're teaching, you're in a pretty fucking good mood. You know, you know, you're generally positive attitude when you go to teach. When that shit comes in, what's your reaction? Are you like, oh, fuck, now this like a whole Because if you watch it from the outside, the general community will go, that fucking shit will never work. Which I love because I'm an old punk rock musician. So I'm like, oh, that's the reaction that means that shit's working and it just pisses you off, right? Right. I don't see you as that guy, but can you just talk about that a little bit? Sure. I mean, new shit comes along and you're like...
2: Yeah. I. You know what? The, Eddie Bravo's a great example of this because I was... You know, it's it's different. Like, what he's doing is a little bit different. You know, it's not... He doesn't put the gi on. Everybody that does jiu-jitsu, we got to put the gi on. Like, the gi is so important, you know what I mean? It's it's the evolutionary process of learning. Like, the gi is really important to slow the game down, and we all say that. And then Eddie Bravo is never putting the gi on, and everybody shit on him, including myself, saying, oh, well, that's not jiu-jitsu. It's, it's different, it's not the same, and, like, fuck it. And he's, and he's naming everything, all these different names. Like, he's... You know, but He's in claiming reality, it, yeah, claiming it, yeah. but he wasn't, he wasn't, you're right. Like he wasn't claiming it. He was like, he was thinking of names so that he could remember himself right. and it's all jujitsu. And it's, it's
1: all his you right? He's got like a tree out of
0: him. And it. he's yeah. very
1: respectful of... Big time. Uh, of Big oh, time. God damn it! yeah. You know, like if you really listen to him, he trained in the gi and like he, yep. you know... Yeah, Through the Machado thing. And yeah. some people can't let go. They cannot let go. Like you heard about like, you know, the the whole
2: metamorphosis thing right. and and Hoist coming after him and, and talking shit. It's like, hey man, accept it. Like jiu is bigger than it was <laughs> when UFC one came out. Sorry, bro. It's what it right. is. You're
1: huge, man. You're the Godfather. Dude. But come on, yeah. yeah but, let's but, give
2: credit but where his credit's you're, due. Your right. guy also just lost.
1: Sorry.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't mean, I mean to be an asshole lose. about it. He didn't he, lose. It was a draw. But well, let's
2: be honest. Like he one got, of, one but of but the, also
0: one of them went home with a, a knee intact. Right? Yeah. The yeah. One yeah. One didn't. And that's not a negative to Gracie. No, man. It's not it's a Isn't definitely not. The point is to find the truth. That's the point. That find the truth right that
1: is the point. I came out of that with a ton of respect for Hoyler huge yeah. maybe even more than I had before Seriously. yeah
2: like I I've seen him in in Tufts, when he fought Sakuraba and Sakuraba had his hand I I like he could have been in a different zip code with that <laughs> arm right and Hoyler like never was there a moment where Hoyler was like Maybe I should think about yeah. tapping. I want that, out. I want out. That is not in no, his man. vocabulary. You can see, not because I know him, but like you can see it when you watch him. Yeah, that guy is a fucking warrior. Absolutely, man. And, yeah. yeah. But you're right. It's it's I I love the evolution of jujitsu. Like it's fresh and like you do. You welcome it. Yeah. People put it like you can hear a lot of people talking about old school versus new school jujitsu, and I see it like you know you go out to the pans of the worlds in the adult class. You're seeing new school jujitsu almost exclusively. Mm-hmm. It's like you watch the Meows and and Gianni and guys like that looking for the back take and Barambolo, and it's like he, I know how to go and score points and I know how to I know how to ultimately get to the submission. Right. Versus back in the day when you would come to the first iterations of these tournaments and tournaments were not easy to find back there, it was all simple shit. There was only so many techniques, but it was all street effective. Right. You know what I mean? And but I love for me. You know, and I'm somewhere in between. Like I I've been doing more passing than I have back work, but my my love was always like, you know, my guard because there was so much interesting shit to do there. And I it, it kinda it, it evolved with me, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I found out all this super fun stuff to do that you can do with the key. Yeah. If I get you know, if I come out, you know, if 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 Abe is serving me beers at the thirsty moose or something, I come out and someone starts shit. No, I'm not gonna invert. From Daily Hiva and 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 you know look for the uh, look for the uh, guard sweep. Yeah, like Holetta's not going through my mind. Right, right. You know, right. Half Gracie's going through my mind. Right, right. Like, right. Let's, you know, let's, yeah, someday let's wreck some, house right someone's going to try to take something yeah. from you and you're going to gonna have to choke that motherfucker. Yeah, all right. What a great guy. You know what I mean? And so,
0: so to bring it around to some maybe, how about uh, I'll ask a question like from the advice point of view, from like maybe on behalf of the people who are listening, but. Um, I asked Gianni Grippo the same question. It's like it's it's uh, you're a blue belt. You're in that area. Um, you know, do you do you go if you're going to go compete? Right? Are you going to go? Great. If I can, the chances of all the other blue belts knowing this particular ninja roll to back take thing are about zero. So if I practice that a lot, I'm going to go win probably because I just got to find somebody who doesn't know this and I'm fu- and fuck them up with it, right? Or are you like no? Start with the basics. Mm-hmm. Learn the basics. Knock the basics out. Screw the Barambolo for over right now. You know, do it right. when you're training that night or whatever. But sure. but but that's not your thing. Own it when you're ready to own it. What right. do you think? What are your things? Uh, By the way, that that clock is not correct. We okay, started cool. at one. All right. All right. So, right. Cool. Right.
2: Uh, you know. We started with the lateral one. There's an a, so is, is your answer is, is your question coming from like hey I'm going to go compete standpoint? It's
0: a comp- competing question. Yeah. It's not it doesn't apply to me. I don't really compete. No, but it well, changes, I think. Yeah. I, that's absolutely. why I'm asking from the company because that's what I'm seeing. See what I mean? I think a blue belt who comes in with, "Oh my god, what the fuck is that?" You don't see it as much at the black belt level because everybody seems to get there so body aware they're they're kind of ready for it. But there, I can't even think of some black belt dudes who are coming in kind of wrecking shop just because this is new shit. Remember when the worm guard came along and a couple of guys had the worm and they just well, it's not even just Keenan, but a couple of did, and they didn't really have that answer. So they're wrecking shop for a good like season until everybody catches up. But it's different when you're in the blue belt area. I mean, a lot of people are going to win. But because they have this one technique, do you think that slows shit down for the the student?
2: Well, I it's it's a difficult quen, question
0: That's to why answer I'm asking, because
2: yeah. so if you think of, <laughs> if you look at where we are now,
0: the there's a
2: you there's no way to not get exposed to it. Even at a blue belt level, you take someone like remember Adam Bradley?
0: Yeah,
2: Adam Bradley has a, an extremely diverse game,
0: totally new school yep. jujitsu. He's over at Atos now, right?
2: Right, right. And uh, you know he's going to be a really talented kid. By the way, he is he a really is a talented kid already. You know right. what I mean? He's, he's he, sure. Um, but that is unavoidable at the blue belt level. There's so much exposure in jujitsu now, and everyone's training with more. There's more advanced guys on the mat at every academy now, and so the the exposure
0: level is pretty high. To those Do you mean new the techniques. exposure to to this this width of technique? Correct. So there correctly. you go. So coming from the uh, from the teacher point of view, from my my teacher point of view. That sucks because you're going to end up with a lot of students that have a whole bunch of shitty techniques at blue belt, right? Well, again, I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm asking yeah. for your thoughts. Am I totally you, crazy?
2: No, no, no. You're absolutely right. But when it comes to your competition game, there's a very finite number of techniques that you're bringing to the table uh, to to go and compete with. You're saying so this is how my do you this pick is my, techniques. Well, I think you you train. You know, there's some things that it. it your training will give you the feedback. You know you I mean? You know what works for you when you're on the mat. And blue belt is kind of is a tough time because you're trying to expand your jiu and that's the right thing to do. But if you're going to go compete, you've got to say, these are my go-tos. This is what works for me on the mat. This is what I'm going to go to competition with. So in so many ways, competing is, is so healthy for a person in their jiu- jiu- jiu-jitsu development. But if you're always training from a competition perspective, you're training to tap your opponent and so your game won't grow as much as if you were sometimes training to expand your game, not win gold medals. You know what I mean? Right. So so you're kind of separating out those two right. things. Right. Your game is, is very finite. There's guys that that really can let their game go a little bit, and they'll actually do things you know that aren't necessarily their A game. Jared's actually a perfect example of this. You watch mm. him. He wins so much of what he goes and competes in because... He has his A game, but he's so comfortable on the mat in a, With his B a, game, yeah. Yeah, game, yeah his, right. his competition mentality is so comfortable that he's like, he trusts his jiu jitsu. He yeah. trusts his jiu jitsu so
1: much. Like, I know this technique In works. the competition setting. In the competition Yeah, because that's different. About that. You know, that's you know exactly what I mean? What I'm it's a different about. trust. It's a I, different I have trust. I've been in there and not trusted things that you knew in the work. competition setting that I do constantly in a regular mat. And I was like, looking at the match after, and I'm like, why did it I? Feel, but it, it I just couldn't do it. <laughs> it I just couldn't. do it? Yeah, yeah. It's brutal, man. It's brutal. It's painful. You're like, Why the fuck couldn't I do that there?
2: You know. Nobody knows this better than me. <laughs>
0: like, trust me. Why like, is that, Jay?
2: Just because I've had yeah. I've had experiences. You know, in, in
0: particular, do you mean over the last couple of years?
2: Over the last couple of years, yeah. Like, uh, you, you went know, to I've, Pans, right? I went to Pans, and you know, Alex Costa, you know, beat me zero zero. And went on to, like, destroy the rest of the division and win. And I was in a great position the entire time. Now, like, regardless of whether I thought I should have won or lost. And Alex is a friend. He's a great guy. Like, he when, when he first moved into the Massachusetts area, he was on the mats at Roberto's, like, yeah, nobody's calling anybody he's, out. He's, he's right. awesome. He's awesome. Like, I'm so happy he won. Like, he's just, nobody deserves to win more than him. Yeah,
0: fuck yeah. If somebody but, beats you, he had best go and win because right. if they lose the next fuck round, you. it's like And fuck I told, that I shit. told him right.
2: that I'm like, you better fucking <laughs> run the table now. Yeah, I'm exactly. gonna be pissed. And he did. And he did. And he had a better time
0: with those guys than he did with you.
2: Right. And but I was in a great position to probably like if I could step outside, I watched, I watched the tape and I'm like, why didn't I pass? Right. Like yeah, like I can I can argue with like how advantages, but like that's not the way jiu-jitsu is supposed to work. Like I should have gone for the finish and sure. I should have I but I was on top the whole time and there was opportunities for me to execute and I didn't do it. And for me, that is the big difference. You go to compete, you've just got to do it a lot to get comfort the comfortable the competition. with yourself. Oh yeah. The competition. Is and and to and to be in that environment, that's the tough thing. Having great jiu-jitsu is one thing.
1: And Being then, a gym fucking champion is oh, another.
2: A totally another because you're always in your own element. Right. You know you know the color of the mats. You know the people that are going to show up. You have your routine. You're in your own locker room. You're like, you know, nobody, there's not a thousand people around.
1: Standing in the bullpen, Stand- going through the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Waking up that day in an right. unfamiliar place, right. eating
2: unfamiliar food, you know, trying to navigate there and make sure, like, hey, I got, I'm, I'm signed up. And then there's that big pump up in the adrenaline dump learning to deal with that is, is, is it's a whole
1: different thing. That's like a whole, the mental element or something of, of sports and easier
2: for some than for others, right, for sure. Right. And so I've gotten a, like I've competed at every belt level and, and you learn so much about yourself through that process that here's mm-hmm. what I got to do to show up at my best. And then after that, walk away and say, here are the things that I got to think about and not, Necessarily my game plan or my jujitsu strategy, but where my mind has to be when I walk out on that mat. Like, do I, am am I the type of guy that needs to be like pumped up and like, like kind of screaming and listening to metal? Or do I need to, like, like Georgie here, like, do I need to (laughs) listen to reggae and just kind of cruise around? Yeah, but
1: you know what's funny, dude, is like when I, the last one, I, my, my thing has now become, I listen to uh, Hurt by Johnny Cash. And that gets me into like, it's this, it's a, it's a, very nice combination of dark, depressing, and but not, like, get me all wound up kind of thing. You know what right. I mean? And for some reason, that maybe is the... But I also like to feel, like, no pressure and, like, hey, let's have fun, maybe, too. I don't know. That's a big deal uh, for me.
2: Like, I got I to be able to let go. Like, that's what I'm learning about myself is I got to learn to let go a little bit. And, you know, Nate, this whole trust your jiu-jitsu thing, like, I've been talking with Nate about it. Nate's like, you have great jujitsu. You just need to let it go. And you'll be successful. The more tight you play.
1: Do you m- think for you that because I know you, you know what I mean, and you go to the Pan-Ams, you go to the Worlds, you go, do you need to compete more, you know what I mean, it just not the big ones, like uh, just to get used to it? or uh, I feel, it's,
2: I mean, going back to, you know, obviously I've got things to work on from my mental, you know, preparation standpoint. But, yeah, I mean, I, my goal is it, it's a funny position I'm in. I'm 38 years old. You know, I've got a surgically repaired knee. Like, I'm hurting all over today. You know, I think about it sometimes, and I'm like, why do I Why do I care about competing anymore? But um this started, you know, a year and a half ago or whenever when I started training for the first Pan Ams, and that's when I, like, you know, I found, you know, the Fort CrossFit in, in Hampstead, New Hampshire, and said, I'm going to get stronger. I'm going to, you know, be in the best shape of my life, and I'm going to go – compete again because I've got this fire like it start, it, you know it, it ignites and it goes out it ignites it goes out like
1: there's a part of competition man that is incredibly addictive and awesome totally like totally. if you go I mean I, I I love it and hate it and everything in between and like but I know that when I've gone to some and I'm not competing and I'm like coaching or whatever and by oh, the way I'm the worst coach ever Um, nah. I totally wish nah, I, I totally wish that I was competing and I'm like Fuck! Why, didn't, why I, didn't I do it? You know didn't what I, I mean. Put my name on the paper, right? And there was really no reason why I didn't. Probably at the time, or maybe there was. Yeah. I don't know. But I know that there. I mean, and I don't know if this is for everybody, mm-hmm. you know. But I know that when I'm there and I'm coaching, I'm wishing I was really
0: out there. I, I, I could be wrong, but I don't. I think it goes into the gravestone thing, you know. Like you don't write on your gravestone, yeah that that third week of January, I was so good at work, you know. You write, <laughs> you know what I mean. That's a that's a write it on your gravestone. If you're making a list of accomplishments, you're like fucking wrecked shop at the Boston Open in 2015 is like... Yeah, even, you know, that's a gravestone comment. You know, like, why nice are you look. really doing this shit, you know? You know, I... It, Depends.
2: It's, it's another great way that jiu you know, mirrors life, where you're like, you never want to be in the position where you said, I didn't go and do yeah. it, and I wish that I had. Yeah. And look, there are... are jiu is big enough, there's so many tough guys. Like, you go to a yeah. tournament... And and, unless you're, you know, Leandro Lowe or someone like that, you know, you're not going to win everything you enter. And even he doesn't win everything he enters. Those days are gone.
1: right. But That's, I feel like especially, I mean maybe not I shouldn't say this, but when you get into the older divisions like masters or whatever, those guys are all in it because they're in it to win it and they've been training hard. There's you like you might well, in yeah. the adult division, you might hit a couple guys and maybe shouldn't be there. The fucking dudes in the masters thing, they're coming for you. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. sure it's like I that in you every to know. division. i watching come they're coming, Sunday. They're coming, dude. Coming they're serious right. old dudes trying to kill me, yeah, you right. know? I mean, and I'm I, trying to kill them. You look, you look. I'm at, coming,
2: and that's me. Like you know, I'm in, I'm, I'm, I'm in masters too. All right, and I look around. You know, you, you oh, look man, at Oh man, your last division was stacked. Holy fucking shit! Like I was, I, I got a little no, bit like no, uh,
0: guys. Just let's just take a moment of silence for. No points against Jay, right? right. And both seriously, and let's just say, yeah. You don't have to say we'll s- we'll s- say it for you. It's s- all, s- all good.
3: Yeah, uh,
2: no, uh, no
0: points against. But right, no points for either. No, 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 no. True, true. <laughs> maybe, maybe, you, uh, maybe, uh, you know, a sentence not finished, but a good sentence already.
2: Right, and I and and that's the you know the takeaway. There, there's good things to take away from any tournament. Everybody, every competitor should feel that way that that they can step back and say what you know. That's what competition really is. Like, what did I learn from this? Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? If if I mean I care, but I we all care say, about winning. Don't bullshit everybody. To so some extent, yeah, we'd all <laughs> rather win. Like, I want I want to I want to yeah. win every. I, mean, right. sure. I want to win everything. It's like we talk about, like you know, the the, the podcast. I'm like, look, I can't. I want to win. I got to be good at this. Like it's got to be good. Yeah, it's got to like, be good. And and yeah. that's kind of my mantra. But you you take away from competitions something. You know what I mean? What did I do right? What did what did I not do right? right. And and those though man, those divisions like. They're legends. Like, I went
1: to the worlds. I was like, Legends. You got to be fucking. I looked at your bracket. bracket, I was (laughs) like,
0: (laughs) Why don't you? You don't fuck that. Right. Awesome. I'm sorry. I'm one of those guys. I don't. I, I like. Uh, uh, I'm going to call him Camarillo because I don't think it's Camarillo, but we'll yeah. have to find out. Right. Uh, but uh, yeah, I like. I like Dave, and because uh, he he's one of the people that made the connection between you know judo and, and BJJ. Very successful. And I love you. Read his uh, Guerrilla Jitsu which is one of my favorite books. I don't get to use it enough because I'm an old dude, and I'm always afraid I'm going to break my fucking knees in half if I start throwing dudes around. Don't break a hip. Um, break but it's true. No, I mean like if everybody was all <laughs> judo guys. It'd be great, but the jujitsu guys are so fucking stiff for me to throw. I have to really own it, which means somebody's going to potentially get hurt. It's not going to yeah. be me, and I don't want that to happen. And I'm not that guy. So anyway, right. but he's one of these dudes. If I were a little better, I could do it. I'm just not high level enough. But I love his is. I would. I like as much in that book, the whole open to that book, as the actual book. He just talks about, you know, when he's competing with these guys from Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu or whatever, the Judo early on. He's talking about dojo wars and all this shit, right? Academy Wars. He goes, I'm looking at this guy, and it just stuck in my head. He goes, I give him no respect. Right. I walk onto the mat. I give him no respect. Yeah. And that hit me, not just through Judo and then Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, but also, you know, when I'm doing business, that's a classic one for mm-hmm. me. Because I, I work, I, I make my own contracts. I am, I am a, a contract, uh, per, I do contract work into the, a number of industries. Right. And uh, the last thing I want to do, it's not that I don't respect the person on the other side. But what I mean is I'm giving you no respect. I'm right. saying I am here to win this right now. Right. And if you didn't want to be here to compete, you wouldn't be here to compete. Yep. Am I Again, am I crazy? That's no. what I'm saying. So you can get out there, and I could know every dude in your man, place. Yeah, this I is... could know every dude in your class, but I'm looking at Jay going, fuck that shit. Fuck today you. is today, and those are your guys. And why would you start losing by giving them too much respect?
3: Yep.
2: And, uh today's the it, day they
0: respect you what's, because you what's just fucking say? threw
2: them on their ass not today motherfucker and tomorrow's not looking too good either there you go you know what i mean and that's and that's and it's the not way. being an asshole well it's, it's just owning the moment you know, my we're at we this is and this is something that's definitely true you have to i don't know if i if i verbalize it as like not respecting my opponent but i know what he's saying there he's he's like you're going to go out there and you're going to play your game who cares if he's fucking that's what i mean this is he's, like i don't care what you're good at We're gonna play my game from beginning to end, from cradle to grave, we're playing my fucking game. You're saying about it. And that's the way it's gonna be. And you know, that's something that is is really fresh in my mind is that when I compete, I wanna make guys play my game. And it was my wife at at the Worlds who, like right before I walked onto the mat, I heard her scream and she goes, Be first! You know what I mean? Oh, and that was What a keeper. Oh, <laughs> my God. Oh my, what a keeper. Is I'm like going to get all under, teared up. The understatement of the century. And what she's telling, she's yeah. reminding me, because we talked about it so much, she's reminding me, play your game, get what you want, and take it first. Don't yeah. wait to see what the guy's going to do. and like. Grab the guy and do what you want to do and play yeah. your game, because your game is good. And if you deploy it, you can win.
1: Controlled you know I mean? aggression.
2: Controlled aggression, and and it's the same thing we talk about. You know, like we had a whole bunch of guys that were. Remember when uh, you know uh, who got promoted with Jeffrey? It was These are just people. Anyway. Jeffrey right. and Tyler, and like, so they names. were competing yeah, right. as the first time as purple <clears throat> belts, and at the Boston Open they didn't do great, but it well, was because one of them did great. But yeah, one of anyway, them did yeah, great. Yeah, right. <laughs> Keep going. But the and the and the 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 learning on the back end of that was. I kind of, like, what all of them said the same thing. Like, I walked out on the mat a little shell-shocked. Like, kind of nervous about the purple belt. Yeah,
0: if I'm not mistaken, they got their purple belt within, like, two weeks of entering the Boston Open, which, for those of you who don't know, is is basically a world-class competition. I mean, you have all the world-class guys are there on the black belt level. It's just one of the big competitions. And these guys are walking out for the first time with their purple belt around their waist. Think about the next time they and do saying, it. And saying, I got a little shell shocked." Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah of and, course they did. And yeah. that was
2: it. It was kind of getting their heads around the purple belt, and they were nervous. And, like, the belt was so stiff still. Like, it was brand yeah. new. It's like, you know, you Everyone's had a belt on looking boner. at my new belt. They're going, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so they were a little nervous and didn't do well. And we're talking about really talented guys. Yeah, and these guys so you are give not going to do time, that this year. The next tournament yeah. that, they, that, that they entered, I saw, like, like, we were at that thing
0: in Portland. It was Jesus. like my—I didn't even know what to do. Total, one of these total. young, one of these young guys who's just like he's like I don't even know, freshman or sophomore in college, college. Went, went up against a le- relatively legendary two, MMA guy, two high level dude. No, but one guy. of them was like a legendary MMA Good. guy. So like, yeah, the that other guy like, fought Gary, turned into a draw. Right? No, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I black understand. Belt. One a of black them, belt. like uh, us jujitsu guys, are gonna be like, yeah, he was fantastic. He should, really, you know, but the other dude was like true chaos like a real MMA fighter from the oh, old yeah. school so he had to deal with not just technique but he also had to deal with like old guy who's not going to let some fucking little kid beat him and right. he beat him it was like fuck you
3: man just
2: insane and Crazy. I watched this uh, and if everybody hears that background noise there's like they won't hear it as much as, as you do yeah, it's a monsoon monsoon. A big, a big monsoon here. It's and uh, it's I, awesome. there was this special on TV a while back do you guys ever see that there's there was two lions and they were in, they grew up in captivity and they like kind of got to the adolescent age, like literally like grew up in captivity. And they said, like, we're going to figure out a way to like teach them survivor skills and then we're going to release them, let them go and like live in the wild. Did you guys ever see this? No, nope. I didn't. So, uh, man, so they, they started like by like dragging dead carcasses behind a truck and seeing if the lions would chase them. You know what I mean? And like trying to like. You know, teach him those, those skills in a, in a kind of semi-artificial way to learn, like, teach him to
1: hunt a little bit. You didn't have to teach those fucking lions, yeah. though, did you?
2: And so what eventually happened was comfortable in the environment, knew the game, got, like, knew what the game was all about now, you know, and they released these lions. but they From had, captivity, yeah. From captivity. <clears throat> and so it was the most bizarre thing. Like they, heard a wildebeest. One chased him down into this like ravine, and the other two went around on the top. Like, they just knew. They, yeah, this was yeah, like dude. I don't even know if lions learn this shit, but it was. Well, they apparently up. do, yeah. And they just. <laughs> it was like uh,
1: pool hall junkies. Chris, right? I was gonna say, yeah, tell, like, them, tell us, Christopher walking.
2: <laughs> I forget. What, I forget what he says. He goes, "What a classic!" And scene. then yeah. the poking at him. Oh, yeah. There's a lion out there. Fucking with him. (laughs) And then the next day, the lion just tears the shit out of everything. Come on. Lion, the fucking king of the jungle. I'll be damned. You know what I mean? These
0: two lions. Who would have known? Don't just beat him. Who would have
2: known? uh, Kick his ass. Kick his ass.
0: Who would have known?
2: They had it in him. And it wasn't like, take the wildebeest down. They killed like fucking... Eight of these things. Yeah, they killed one and went to the next, and Wreck killed shop. it and went to the next. Killed it and went. To Showed them no respect. Right, and right. that's what I think of when I think about that tournament. In my like, I'm sitting there being the guy that released these fucking lions at this tournament. Yeah, right. And I'm like, Those guys could have gotten fucked. Up, I right? have to go find some people to apologize to. Right. Like, <laughs> I'm
1: sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, that maybe. was the one where yeah. I was like, what the fuck am I doing right now? Right. Like I'm watching this. Like we need that to put these guys back, back in the cage. Right, back right. in the cage. <laughs>
0: Either that, or just give him, give him a belt and right. send him along. Yeah. Did you ever see uh, Big
2: Daddy, the Adam Adam Sandler movie, when he gives the kid a slingshot, and he like, he's like, Daddy, check it out, or Sonny, check it out. He goes out and there's like, 50 dead pigeons. <laughs> it's Like, go 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 go, go back inside. Get, why don't you give me that? Go back. You're not in any. Just right. go, go play or something. Right. Holy shit! Right. And that's you, how
1: I felt that day. It was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me right now. Yeah, yeah. that was something that. Uh, I mean, that particular instance. I think we had whatever the we had came in third in medals or something. But when you see the two well, teams just, that the beat of us, we yeah, had right. like one quarter of the people. It was yeah. in, and they, it was impressive.
0: That was impressive. Yeah. Who Submission the fuck is only? teaching these people this right? shit?
1: YouTube. They <laughs> learned it on YouTube.
0: <coughs> it's a fascin- it's fascinating to hear it from your point of view. I mean, for me, the whole thing has always been, I mean, I don't have to characterize, I'll just do a minute on, I come from the music thing, like, where it's it's not a competitive thing at all. Like, if something new happens, this is just a new jungle gym for everybody to play on. Right. And uh, you know, there's a lot of musicians who do the same thing. It'd be like, you know, the drum machine came along. We're like, fuck that! It's no humanity. It's all fucking machines. Nah, it's about how you play along with that inhuman thing. It's all that slaloming, and then all of a sudden, rap music. I'm fucking singing. Yeah, it's 30 years later, man. You know what it is? It's folk music. You know what American folk music is? Rap music. That's and it's beautiful because you hear these people just, God. Where the things aren't So funny It's like It's like like Christopher Walken You know Right But It's not a competition Nobody wins Everybody wins You know And so for me I always come into these things With The The feeling Of Like If anything I'll always I'll always uh, Fall back on Just going light You know Because if I can't When I go light I don't mean I'm not trying to win What I mean is I'm not trying to put any power on Because for me I just adore that moment where the technique with no power at all just wins. It's the man thing. It's like, yeah, you you didn't touch me. Yeah, ready? Here it is. Here's the sweep. Here's the mount. Here's the choke. Right. Done. And it's funny because, I mean... Trying to combine that, the only couple of times that I competed, I actually felt pretty good competing mm-hmm. because for me it's a real wide range. Can but we I stop, don't think can it we would stop work.
2: for just one split second. I've been like all over, you know, Duncan here to fucking compete for like, oh, ah. dude, come on out, come on,
0: let's go, let's go.
2: And I, because yeah. I know that you would do so well, and you've The problem got the, is, the the problem exactly is what you're
0: realistically, about. realistically, what would actually happen? There are a couple of competitions that'll go fifty plus blue belt, but they're very few. In the country, we're gonna. I'm gonna end up doing the same fucking thing, which is going to some fucking 32 year old, fucking blue belt be who's been just All division
1: purple. Right? You know, so,
0: no, it's true, and it's funny. And I actually, no
1: one. <laughs> I'm actually face.
0: I'm like Facebook friends with the one guy who was at the last one. There was another guy who showed up, and of course, this guy wreck shop. And uh, I look way younger than him too, right? Yeah. Dude, if you were, for so those of I, you are listening, like if you if you saw a
2: picture of this guy, you would never believe he was a fifty plus type guy. You're, Photoshop. You're, you're being sweet, but no, uh, it's like you and Coach. Oh, I man. feel like, like you know, Coach and I could have gone to college together,
1: right? Coach Except is. He's coach way more, is. Coach is not
0: only a genetic freak but yeah. also the most awesome guy ever but this is the one guy <laughs> in my or there were two guys in my division at pan ams so you're like am i flying all the way out to fight that guy this guy he's collecting- not anymore he just got his purple belt so it's all good but i'm just right. saying it's like that's the reason why it's a different world now if i were just going you know what the worst thing that happened to me ever because this guy collecting yo-
2: social security he's younger than me yeah
0: <laughs> um <laughs> You know, I'm actually, I, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna pull rank on uh, on Mr. Howarder. I'm uh, six months older than Mr. Howarder. That's yeah.
2: fucking for real. Like this guy needs like the haircut. No,
0: the reason that. why is because those guys fight for a living and I don't. So all right, what I'm saying is no. He, the truth. To all this. The worst thing that could have happened. This is comes around to what you're saying before. From ever was uh, winning. Uh, winning the states in uh, judo. Mm-hmm. It's funny because we could talk about this, this is another podcast, but what actually motivates competitive people and shit? Like, I actually won it. And it was right. weird, because my judo went to shit after that. Sure did, right. Of course and it did. And because, it wasn't because I'm all like, oh, I won the States. It was just one of those, what it was, it was the same bullshit that anything else happens. The reason why you win something, and we had a, fan, we had a fantastic coach, and I miss that dude a lot, um... John, John or, or the m- older? Cal? No, uh, Cal. And this is my fault. It's not. It's not Cal's. It's uh, it, whatever.
1: It's not. It's no, not. No, he's me. he's a fantastic <laughs> guy, but he. I remember. It's uh, like my dad. What right. happened was on <laughs> my second father. Yeah. To put it to, to put it into it's a to, to
0: make a point on it, we went out and there were so many people in in brown belt in that division in that sort of middleweight division because they only really had three divisions in those kind of things. They just broke everybody into light, medium, and heavy. Right. It's mm-hmm. so like medium. So many people. They split everybody by like just judgment jimmy pedro just went through and it's like let's throw these guys into the a group these guys into the b group right right just split everybody up right and it's funny because on that day i i i beat the same dude twice and this other guy but it was only a smaller group than the other group i remember coming out going and i was way older i was like 38 at the time right the guy's like, I remember looking at this, this guy, coach, and, and just going, yeah, well, you know, it wasn't like I beat the whole class. There were some of the guys in the other yeah. group that could have wiped my ass, right? And he just looked at me, and he goes, you know, with paraphrasing, he goes, just never say that again. He was pissed. right? He was pissed at me. He goes, you showed up. You won right, on that day. Right. right, and we had b- have you this conversation. You didn't make the like- brackets, by the way. Like you didn't right. get the no, no, right. face. No, 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 no. He goes, the, anybody could show up, anybody could be there. You won, and he right. and there's a story. There's an old judo story which he, he just launched right into because he knew I knew about it. Which is this guy who won the Olympics, and the guys, you know, they did the the classic, you know, post interview. He goes, "Well, the guy I beat, I just lost to last week in the you know the worlds or whatever, right? right." And he goes, "I'm the champion for today only." In Japanese, you know, and I was like, boom, like you just fucking stuck a knife through my fucking head, like live forever. That's it right there. Right. You're only the champion on that day. Right. And so your desire has to be the champion for that day. This is just my opinion. I'm throwing it out there. So when you turn around to music, the cool thing or art, you can be the champion. If you're good at it, you can be the champion and the loser every single day. And so it just... He kind of divorces you from it and so that's the problem with me and guys like me and competing is like i want to know that i actually uh, you want to tell me what's maybe you can send me out to pans i can go follow you guys around watch you guys dance around naked in the hotel room and get weird burritos and shit do the whole thing i could Whoa. win he's pretty close yeah. i could i could has <laughs> been this. there i could he win helped. that shit but nailing the flower sweep on you when we're really rolling, when you're not letting me do it, it's, it's going to give me way more satisfaction. Not because it's you, but because I know that it worked. Like it's beyond that feel effective. That beautiful. It's that like shit. a golf. People play golf. Oh talk fuck about you! It. I can't play golf.
2: But you know, no, you, that's exactly it. You swing it once, like you can hit a hundred bad shots, and you that's swing it. that one that feels effortless. That's and you it. watch that. You ball hit it the low one rising, time, and you'll be back.
3: Well.
0: Or you'll never play it again.
2: Or you'll never play again. Right, oh, right. Well, like the guys were talking earlier, like, well, I've got a, kind of got some tertiary mastery of this, I'll quit now.
0: Right. Done. All right. That was me with golf, because I can't do it all. Right. No, so I keep coming back to jujitsu because someday I'm gonna get and you know all the guys that I'm gonna name. Yep. But I hate to say it, I'm like this, like you were saying before. Um, I'm that guy. I'm I'm going basically I have a list. Right. I'm like fucking kill billing my way through the academy. Right. That's it. He'll everybody's got a list. There's this list of like he'll five do something
1: guys. to me and he'll be like, George first time i ever did that to you that's check i totally have a
0: big check (laughs) and there's these five guys i can't touch right and i don't know if i'll ever touch them but that's 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 you think about it though you will oh really
1: i mean i well yeah
2: (laughs) 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 you think maybe you do maybe you you don't there's on on a long enough timeline the the gap between you and your training partners gets smaller all the time all the time (laughs) so it's that's you know, cool. Yeah, you start this thing like uh, Derek and I. I forget what the gap was between our black belts, but it was it was pretty big because he's, first of all, he's a lot younger than me, you know. Uh, but the longer we train, the smaller that
0: gap gets. And is that motivational or am I psychotic? Uh, well, <laughs> you mean with Derek and I? Or what general? I mean is, I'm not seeing that as super motivational. I'm saying it's like you got to be just Take as happy. Questions. Seriously, I know. I <laughs> mean, is it, but is it cool that I mean, you're teaching the dude what's Hurting you, I mean that's that's I'm like the ultimate samurai shit, man. In the in the
2: academy, I will the tell you, I will tell you exactly
0: what it takes to beat me. Like it's one of the reasons why are. we're here, I don't want to talk for George. It's yeah. one of the reasons why I'm there because I've been to the places where the people who are beating the shit out of me are not telling me what that is. And they're like, you're going to need to figure this That's out. I'm up. like, this is exactly not what yeah, the point is. That is fucked up. I think and it's I, I think, think, think it's a lack know. of confidence. I and think it the ultimate confidence is just uh, it, m- mutual uh, whatever, you know. Right, uh, but we discovery. go back to the
2: earlier comment we are talking about about things that are good for jiu-jitsu and things that are bad, and the community comes together to protect it, right? Right. And so when people show up and they come to tra- not that Port City is the only place you can train and we're doing something, we I believe we are doing something special, but there's... A million amazing academies out there, like people that we connect with that are that are doing it right. You oh, know what I mean? are con- con- really them, right, doing George? it right. Yes. But it's people sad. show up sometimes and say things like, Oh, I well, I you know, where are you coming from? And they're saying, you know, whatever, I'm in town for a week and I never get to roll with the black belt or uh, oh, we're spoiled, man. I'm spoiled. You know what I mean? Or or he you know, it shows me things that don't work and like that boils my blood because I don't claim to be a cust- well. Actually, in a way, we're all custodians of jujitsu. You know what I mean? Like it's up to us to protect it. It's, it's, it is what it is. But that kills me because having that at my disposal when I was trying to learn was the most important thing ever. Yeah. Like having Pat Barbieri, Nate, Kenny, Roberto, like beat the ever loving shit out of me. Yeah. I I learned.
1: You got to have people to push you. I learned but that way, also, and I shows, had my list. I was, yeah. like,
2: I was like, one day. <laughs> one day, motherfucker. Like, I don't need it to be every day. No, I just need just it to be one day. One day. Right. You know what I mean? And that's, you know, it's not, it's not competition all the time. It's not competition on the mat every time, but there's an aspect of it, right? You're competing really more with yourself than anything else. You're like, one day, I'm going to survive. You know, like uh, Jameson, who just started jujitsu jitsu a few months ago, he was like, I just want to get through rolls without getting tapped. And the other day... That's kind of a big question, but yeah. Right, the Depends other day, though, with, yeah. he swept a guy, passed his guard, mounted him, and armbarred the guy, and he was like, I fucking did it. Like, Yep. Step, oh, it's, it's step, a feeling like no other... Man, it is the greatest. Yeah. It is the greatest, and it, it just never goes away.
1: Then after a while, right, when you've well, Until the teaching, next day when everybody comes in and finds people, out, right? And some dude, <laughs> like you, told me that he did that, and I was like... It was like I did it. I was so happy for him. You know what I mean? Because he's taken my fundamentals class... And I'm not saying that he what he did he got from me because he probably didn't. But you have a little bit Certainly of. St- didn't get it from you, me. You know what me what I mean, who knows no, where he learned that stuff from? It was it was me, guys. But there's something up, you're I, like. I believe that you you can take some. I mean, I'm sure most teachers feel like you know you you get some win out of
0: someone else's win that you've helped get that win. Oh, if you don't get that, then you're not a fucking teacher. I'll put that right out, and I'll argue oh, yeah. that shit to all death. You're doing if the wrong. You thing. are not doing it because you want to see them beat the shit out of you, whether it's business or art or jujitsu or any math if yep. if you cannot take pride in the fact that you delivered the tools that person need and if they take those tools and kill you you got to die it's your happy. Greatest accomplishment. you got to you won let's, it's change. not even yours it's like that's how you got there and you brought it forwards you're bigger than all that so let, let's change medium for a
2: second let me let me throw this question back at you think about this like you're at berkeley you know in my opinion, teaching kind of like the brightest, the best of the brightest, right? Berkeley is no fucking Super joke. lucky to teach the people that yeah, teach right? Them, Yeah, right, and if, if your agenda is to go in there and, and you know, kind of pad your ego, you're there for the wrong reason. We're
0: really lucky that the people that I work with, my colleagues, the faculty there, there are very few people that are like that. Right, We're and very you're great, lucky.
2: And, and, and what's the win? At the end of the day.
0: The win is that music, if you can't see, I'm just going to use music, but we could just say jujitsu. It's been here before I came along. It's going to be here after I'm gone. It's way the fuck bigger than any one person is going to just own it. Good luck trying to fucking own that shit. All I can do, all I can hope to do is, one, have a good time while I'm here. Two, maybe... Translate some of that communication. But three, just sort of reach up into that big vortex that's music that was there before I came along and just push it. And some people, you know, like great musicians will do this big push and make music way forward. But every musician pushes it forward just a a little bit. And so the idea of teaching is uh, they're not my students. I hate that shit. I mean, I'll say it out loud. I probably shouldn't because it's not really very politically correct to say at Berkeley. But they're not my students, it's not my class, and this is not my music. This is music. They're students. It is a class. It is music. And when I'm teaching what I know, I'm just adding what I can to something they're going to end up doing way better than all of wow. us. That's it's pretty Pro- fucking profound, yeah, Prof- dude. Well, I don't mean I, to be I profound, could, but I'm whoa. saying I'm trying to talk about jujitsu <laughs> through second. music. No, I don't I know, teach jujitsu. That's,
2: that's
1: what I heard. Like. Are they really sure. your students? You know no. what I mean? They're we're just,
0: they're students. We're and all a part of the jujitsu. We are, we are all, all Brit- part We of are it. all Britons. Somebody, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't think that anybody, I mean, if you can go back through this whole bullshit with the, the Gracie and then the Mifune and all the thing and then through the judo and I guarantee you that on some fucking cave wall, there's a guy choking the <laughs> fuck out of another dude. I certainly And, and, so, and yeah. no, and then at the end of that, not killing the guy, but going... All right, I'll let you go. We're brothers. Let's do that again. That was so fucking great. Have you guys seen the meme? They're probably not wearing Mandex. but uh,
2: There's a girl on a guy's back choking the shit out of him. And there's a bunch of... Guys sitting around the mat, guys and girls sitting Dude, around the mat. I, have seen I that. got a I great story that about that. Yeah, What was, was the punchline? Like, obviously, these guys are bored watching a murder.
0: Yeah, jujitsu dudes bored just watching a murder. And this right. woman is just choking the fuck out of this kid. Right. Not kid, you know, like, you know, young man. Right, know You know, just yep. killing the kid. And of course, everybody's having a great day, but the guys are just sitting around just staring at it. Like, they watch yeah, whatever. It's just, just a choke. She's going to let go. Oh, man. But it's true. Outside, you hear people like, what happens if she doesn't let go? I'll he tell you dies. what happens. He dies. Then she gets to eat all the food in his refrigerator and fuck his husband. Right. Whoa. And take the money out of his wallet. Uh, just, that's all. And the kids have to follow her home.
2: To summarize something I got from Greg Dekoff back in the day, you get, you get
1: to eat his lunch.
0: You get to eat his lunch. You get yeah. to eat his lunch.
1: And that... That guy in the meme beat me two to nothing at the new york open son of a bitch
0: that is a fantastic way to finish up this beautiful podcast right, right. if you do everything right you get to eat his lunch <laughs> you I'm eat fucking for the, the day hungry, yeah
2: yeah you eat for the day you, you kill what day. you eat or you eat what you kill all That's right now I it's just getting that. gross yeah so anyway i thought this was cool like you're fired I know.
1: You don't need to review I it. I thought I was
2: fired after <laughs> the, I thought I was I thought I was
0: fired after the last time. You were,
1: but I talked to the boss and asked Well, for a second here's a cool chance. thing about
0: these podcast shit. There There's, is no boss. Oh there man. is no boss. So what's the plan, George? What do you think? Here's what do you want to do? I mean, here's what I think. This is what I want, like because what do you We see for the future we, of this podcast. We have
1: talked right to Jay here and like I want to, like in my mind, what it is, is we start here, right? And then we just go out and we talk to Pellegrino and then we talk to Roberto and we talk and we see where the whole thing branches out to. You know what I mean? And we yes. go to different academies where people I'm sure us. Mr.
0: Pellegrino will have an answer for what happened today.
2: Well, okay. it's, it's funny you mentioned that. So I was talking to Pell yesterday.
0: So you guys know uh, what's going on here. Jay's just drawing a penis. I think that's mine. Well, I don't know. I want to, to get that to specific. Too big. I wouldn't know. Maybe we you guys would. Even just drawing a penis after waxing. These are little. Just this is just a little a penis. This is a little
2: just like a note card size thing. So maybe yeah. George is right.
1: Exactly. That's. That's so not even
2: scaling. So, uh just as a scheduling item, uh Pell said he's starting, you know, competition training and it's Saturdays are gonna happen. Okay, well so we don't we have to do Saturday. this on the air, but
0: yeah, we should we should definitely follow up with some of the uh there's a plenty of great places around here that we can go out. Basically I in the planet, see all of them. There's really. gonna be, <laughs> you realize yeah. from Let's, here on in I can't not hear Christopher Walking <laughs> when that was you very, are talking. That was like suicide, I wanna King. see all of King them, of New York really, but I can't no
2: just so you know and everybody <laughs> Did you i know knows this it just it doesn't it's never going to be on command just so you know i'll do it when i feel like it Fuck. don't fucking force me cuz it man. won't
0: happen if it was George, I could force you, but I can't force you, Jay. So, anyway, <laughs> yeah, man. we're going to have an epic roll, George. It's kind of, I know. Um, how, like, oh, yeah, you keeping score,
1: Riddler? <laughs> Fuck you. How's that knee fucking slice, asshole? <laughs> you like that? You want the knee slice again? There it comes. That's three. That's yeah. six. That's and nine. nine. And you guys wonder, and you wonder
0: what the motivation is, right? Yeah. <laughs> Here, so oh, the little so, more knee slice, sure. So to do the uh to do to do the work though, we have a couple of things planned. We're going to do these in studios every now and then. We're going to try to hit a once a month uh, tempo. Hopefully down the line we're going to pick that up. But that's a good fallback. Hopefully we can do better than once a month. Uh, the plan is to have a couple of different types. One every now and then in the studio, us reviewing the shit, catching up with you guys, catching up with what we're doing. Catching up with everybody is. I have a feeling we can have the same conversation a couple of times. It'll still be interesting. Let's um, go
1: celebrate East Coast Jiu Jitsu.
0: Definitely yes. going to go out and every day. The basic plan. <laughs> okay, let's finish this uh, up. Sorry, so I'm. Not the basic attention. plan here is to uh, is to head out to take the uh, class to get through the class. Roll. Mm-hmm. You guys can have a better time than I can. It's all good. Rec shop We weekend. Uh, Then drop the uh, mic right on the mat and uh, interview whoever's there. I'd like to be able to make an ever-widening circle around the whole Northeast. Because like we were saying before, it's astonishing to me how many people from the Northeast are winning on the world level. Just unbelievably heavy people coming from all these different angles. From old school to new school to no-gi to absolute straight-gi shit. That Gianni Grippo seminar was absolutely a mind-blower for me. Kids fucking not even grown up yet. Right? He's, he's really good. He doesn't have man strength. Yet. No, I'm just Dude, saying. He does. his grips you is Very strong. Right.
2: Yeah. Just, just. But I, then I don't know how I know that. I was that, trying to but. shake the sword loose, and I was like, good. the fuck yeah. go? <laughs> Oh man.
0: But then, like you know, anyway. Bottom line is, there's a million people around here that we can go. We'd like to go out and do that. And we want to come visit you. And then the third kind of thing. Uh, the third that kind of thing so we're going to. We'd man. like to deal with. Please right. let us in your home. <laughs> The reality is,
2: you
3: there.
0: we don't have to be the only hosts of this particular podcast. If you live in the Northeast, if you like what we're doing, you like the format, and you can hit the format, if you want to host one, it'll go up as Great Northeast BJJ Podcast, your name. We don't have to be there. This is the idea here between most of the... Uh, I'm going to talk about the network for a little bit, but most of the... Um, of the podcast on the Red Wing Superior Network, is, is the basic concept is it's not about me... Well, it might be a little bit about a George. And always I'm sure about sure it's me. always about Jay, all but about <laughs> the idea oh, is... all about me, if, if you want to hit the World format, series. <laughs> Let me tell you a story.
1: <laughs> little League, Batman. <laughs> asked me next I can't believe time. you just said that. I had to.
0: The fucking Little League World Series. <laughs> right. Oh, man. I can't help we it. We don't live within the past. Not I mean, me. Not me. No. So anyway, if you want to host one, get in touch. Red Wing right, Superior Podcast Network, redwingsuperior.com. This particular uh, podcast, uh, you're probably going to hear, we're probably going to record a couple more before they come out. We'll put the whole thing out. You can binge them. Uh, but this, Once you can we reach do a us, good one. <laughs> if you have a question or you would like us to talk about something in particular, and that could be pretty much anything. It doesn't have to be only jujitsu related. Think of the personalities that are talking here. I'm sure you have a question or two. How tall actually is George? Mm. Not very. Um, you can reach us at great North- greater than three foot six. Yeah, it's not an exhaustive. I'm trying to say the website. Great GreatNortheastBJJ.com. Great God damn it, that wine was pretty good. For cheap wine, good wine.
2: Ron drank it all. We go, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> I do I do drink a little too oh much boy. on these things. Hmm. Anyway, uh, get in touch. Drop your questions or comments, and uh, we would love to hear from you. Uh, thank you very much to our and sponsors, Tortuga Soap and Crash Kimonos, and of course Port City BJJ. I think uh, you'll notice uh, as we go forwards, we'll talk a little less about Port City. Uh, all three of us, of course, uh, train there. Jay is one of the owners, so we've been talking about that particular place a lot. But that's not the point of this podcast. Going forwards, I uh, I think you'll uh, you'll see we're going to cover a lot of different topics. And if if you
2: guys want us to come to you? There's the sky's the limit, right? Yeah. So if you want to do one of these things and you don't want to do it solo and you want us to come by, like oh, we we'll to come to that. you, like train for a day at your academy, and like, absolutely would we'll love to do that. Like we'll yeah, we take said. pictures
1: of you kicking my ass.
0: That was George talking. Not good. me. Everybody but, loves that. By everybody
1: the way. enjoys that. Now, Actually,
0: that could be part every of the fun. Seminar maybe. Just seek someone beating the shit out of In fact, you get, pretty much everybody who's come so far to our us has, has a picture of them sh- beating right. George up. Can you get famous
2: I'm trying. purely through a picture of you choking out a midget?
0: Yeah. Uh, that you? picture of, of because you can that picture of <laughs> Gary Taunton throwing George with the you have video is too absolutely yeah. brilliant
1: the throw was fucking I don't, I don't know if I have video with that throw but it was a great throw
0: it was it. You he, he held up you just totally on it you looked up at the, the end. end yeah he, yeah, he could
1: have fucking crushed me he like came I in was strong I feel like he pulled up on the sleeve at the end he I was fucking it's worth looking
0: up if you want you just look at Gary Taunton throwing I'm sure it'll show up in the image I get a great
1: picture of Jared Weiner choking the ever loving snot out of me yeah too just so just throwing that out there that's a yeah. bonus yeah
0: yeah <laughs> all right so that's it for today we'll see you next time see ya Peace. Adios. <laughs>